we're live. We've got uh, a very special podcast today. I've got my mate Ellie with me. He's brought along a very special guest. Most people know him as Good Night to everyone, but today he's Good Night. Say Good Night. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night to everyone. Oh, well, well, boys, what a uh, last minute podcast. Like, yeah, yeah. literally, the last three hours we teed it up. Um, thanks for coming on, man. It's uh, finally good to put a face to your name. No one else is going to get to see your face, but <laughs> crazy, crazy times, man. So, um, bro, we were sort of kicking back before having a bit of a yarn about what you're doing and what's going on. And mm. yeah, I wanted to sort of open up the floodgates for you and let you, let you say your bit. But I noticed you've been, there's been a bit of um, controversy, to say the least, around your, your page and what's you know the post that you're making <laughs> correct right i think there was um you've been sharing quite a bit about people's feedback if mm-hmm. you want to call it that mm-hmm. um i think we need to really talk to what you have which is a page right which is a humor page there's not anything to be taken seriously or anything like that That's right. you're just there to make people laugh most people that are arab or middle eastern will understand the bulk of your jokes as, yeah. a, as i do because i love them um but bro you've been copping some some heat and w- w- what's been the the core issue that you've been facing? Um, I think it's that the, it's been going on for almost two years now. Two years? Yeah, yeah. It started, it started pretty um, pretty harsh, to be honest. But lately, um, I'm just trying to approach the page differently now. Um, when you say differently, are you trying to be more cautious with your, your humor? Uh, the cautious part's been going on for almost six, seven months now. Okay, when you, when you say cautious, like... Cautious, let me give you an example. Um, something that happened maybe almost a year ago. Um, I won't be saying, obviously, business names, yeah, but yeah, it was a very known business um, that I made a meme about. The, I mean, the meme wasn't even about them yeah, directly. Okay. Um, I was emailed that night, being told to remove it. Um, obviously, I explained myself. And I think what made them a bit like going on is the way i was responding to my emails like mm. it's not some you know kid that's sitting in his room Correct. and he doesn't have yeah. knowledge or anything long story short um i did end up deleting the meme that night but it escalated the next day where i copped a phone call from that person wow um i think what <laughs> i think what Got the phone call going was was just been a sneak to be honest, and I sent him an email <laughs> saying if you if you if you want any memes, let me know. It's on the house. Um, but you're a, you're a comedian, right? That's sort of part of your thing. I, look, I don't like to I don't like to put myself under that category. Correct. Around. How did you get your number? Did you put your number in? The I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's in the Snapchat. Because <laughs> no, look, you, you, there's a new <laughs> generation. Director. Yeah, well, there's a new sort of form or generation of humor now, right? Mm. Like the George's page that we spoke about, mm-hmm. similar thing. You don't know the people behind it, but they're just putting out heaps of funny stuff. That's right. And then you've got like, your, you know, your Isaac Nicole's that are just front and center. You know who they are. And you got the Lebo memes. You got, there's, a, there's a few people yeah, doing it. I mean, look, when I, when I started the whole thing, I remember there was only Lebo memes. Yeah, at yeah. The start. Yeah, because Le- Lebo memes has probably been the pioneer of all this for Correct. a while. He, like he <laughs> was the base of it, and it was he was more on Snapchat, not really Instagram. And, Correct. And his memes were very like generic and very yep. very basic. Yeah. And yep. with all due respect, of course, like he's a really good guy. Um, and it worked for him, but. One hundred percent, bro. You know, people, people, mate. 
fun. You would go on Snapchat just to wait for the Lebo memes page to come up. Yeah. The best was the Lebo memes. People screaming out, someone's had an accident. Lebo memes. <laughs> he was getting so much content. Yeah, everybody was sending it. To oh, him. he didn't have enough to try. No, and um, the news, like people would, the news were using his clip footage or like the Auburn 2144. It's like, bro, the area is more, they've got better information than the news. <laughs> They're on the scene before anyone. 100%. So this little, this pocket of, you know, you call it, I don't know, you're like a hidden comedian, I guess that's what the word yeah. is. No, look, as I said, um, I thought, you know what, why not start something that's I've always had meme pages. I've always yeah, had. Okay. Um, I've had. I've. I've got bigger meme pages that I don't really focus on. But yeah, it was more like generic and basic as well. I thought, why not touch more on the um, the, the, area. <laughs> the area? And what kicked off the page was I, I was at Brighton one night and it's just Arabs everywhere, man. <laughs> fireworks, <A cesspool. laughs> just random fireworks going off, and I'm just like every two seconds I'm having. <laughs> It reminds me of Lebanon. Um, it's, it's like it, eh? And I came home and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to post this. I said goodnight to everyone except Arabs who go to Brighton. That's and how that's it started. What kicked it all off. Because then you'd start goodnight to everyone except C63 owners. Exactly. And I love that one. Those and ones. Like, oh, my God. And then God. I'm like, wait a second. People were just tagging each other. And, and that's how sort of grew. it grew up. And then I started on Instagram. And yeah, this there you is go. where I cocked. It's funny because like I used to live in Pot Hill. Right mm. next to Yuguna. I was there for nearly, what, two years? Fireworks all the time. Police helicopters yeah. all the time. I don't know what's the... What's the what's Even the, now in Grace Lanes. <laughs> I don't know. I saw a meme the other day. Do they like wake up or I'm going to go light up, you know? Yeah, no, I saw a meme the other day saying, like, what are these people celebrating on a Tuesday night? <laughs> every night in the area, there's fireworks. There's fireworks, huh? It's, it's crazy. It used to be a thing when I was a kid, you'd go to Canberra and you'd buy the thing of fireworks. And yeah. You know, I looked Eve it up once. To buy fireworks? Uh, no, I looked it up once to, like, why I like it was on Reddit. I would okay. like I yeah. don't know if how true it is, but apparently, apparently, I don't know if I can say this, but <laughs> apparently, every after like successful drug deal. Oh really? They they throw something. Now what drug uh, dealer's gonna go do fireworks? Uh, yeah, come hey, on. I don't no, know. No. They'd be shooting rounds in the air. <laughs> fireworks. Do you remember the something I read on Reddit? You know. You know what? But you might be right because they throw shoes over the power lines. I don't know. Do they still do that? Drug nah, dealers still know. do that? Do you I remember s- the shop on Woodville Road, the fireworks shop? In Villawood? Yeah. I used to rock up there and just buy fireworks. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's when I was like seven years old. I used that's to get right. my neighbor used to drop me off to pick up fireworks. We used to have someone who used to get them from Canberra. I don't yeah. know how. In Lebanon, they sell them like. Oh, bro, Lebanon. Corner shops. Because Lebanon, is, this, you can't compare any economy to Lebanon. It's not economy. I don't know how it and works. It's like dodgy fireworks. It's. <laughs> Where you light it up and you sit the, there. The fireworks are my drum. And then you go to check it out and it just poof in your face. Lebanon's the place where you'll have a moped and the guy started it with a screwdriver and he still, it's his daily commute. I don't, it's crazy. Lebanon's, Lebanon's crazy. Something I liked in Lebanon, they've got this Bluetooth um, seatbelt thing. <laughs> they don't put the seatbelt, but shut It's a little, it's it a out. little, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually, many, a few years back, yeah, funny people. leaving a club, and I was with my mate and his cousin, they lived there, they were driving, they had a BMW four-wheel drive. So we jumped in the four-wheel drive. And the beeping is going for the seatbelt. So I'd already adapted <laughs> quite early into the, the trip, so I didn't wear my seatbelt. I go, man, hey, the sound. He, he pulls out from somewhere the glove box. It's like a gold belt buckle. <laughs> Let it, clip, yeah. it looks like the end of the belt. <laughs> he just clips it in. Like, bro, why don't you just put the belt on? Like, it'll save your life. Gonzalo. No, 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 no. Can't put a seatbelt. Not in Lebanon. Not in Lebanon. So, yeah, it's, it's funny. But So the fireworks, um, I see them all the time, especially in Grace. I don't know why. It's fucked. Tuesday night, Wednesday night, fireworks. Um, 
So is that what started it all for you? The yeah, the bride the or the bride and the thing. So fireworks are quite a pivotal part of your your Instagram journey because that was what set you on, right? Yeah, set you on the much. track. I, anything that was like area relatable, yeah, just took off. Well, so because if you're if you're an Arab that lives in the area or around the area, or you know, keep it, in mind, I don't live in the area. Oh, you don't? I don't. Um, I live in like where Joshua is and Lachlan's live. Okay, so you're you're out, but you understand it because you're you're Arab, yeah, right? Are you, are you Le- work, can I ask you? Are you Lebanese? Yeah, I am. Lebanese, okay, yeah. all right. My work's around that area. I've, my cousins live around yeah, that area, yeah. so I'm always around there. And so we, we did like when when we when we came to Australia. I remember like we we did live in um, Bankstown for like three months. That's, that's enough. Like, to, that'll do it for you. And that's like, no, no, I didn't move from Lebanon to live in Lebanon. <laughs> so I'm glad you took us that's, out of there. Bro, it's, it's pretty bad, eh? Bankstown's pretty full on sometimes. Fuck. It's, it's full on Greenacre, bro. Oh, my God. It's it's like, I love Le- I'm Lebanese. I'm proud to say I love Lebos, but I fucking hate Lebos too. I hate me and I love Suicide me at the same time. Suicide driving on the parade, bro. The crazy, look, I have to say, I've really appreciated your humor because I fully understand it. Like, I'm the first guy to say Lebos have ruined everything mm. from C63s to the brand Gucci to the hats that Gucci made to G Star side bags sheep, to the vapes. What else can we say? Fuck. I juice, gone. I, I Finish, bro. I juice is rubbish. I realized something. Those who, who like finance C63s, nothing wrong with financing, bro, but if you can't afford it, why finance it? Hey, you look. The, yeah. Um, that's one thing. Second, I've realized that these these people have lack of self-esteem and, and confidence where they need something to compensate. It's, to, it's to pick up. You know, a lot of it's the Fnees too, man. Yeah. Like it's keeping up with the Joneses, but in the Lebanese community. That's a Lebanese thing, you know. It is. There's a Lebanese saying that says people like Bidayano, Bidayano. Yeah, which yeah. is like, literally, they, they don't have money. They're but in debt. They have yeah. to show. It's crazy, bro. I actually... I uh, I used to think like that. It's mm. crazy. I used to think I used to actually aspire to achieve everything, but I didn't understand why I was aspiring to achieve it. Exactly. Which is a funny thing when you think about it, because you're like, why am I trying to do all this? What for? 100%. And it, when you break it down, everything that we're talking about is meaningless. Like the C63 is great, and all these nice things are fantastic. But what's it going to do for your life, really? What's going to do for your soul, for your exactly. for the truth about life? It doesn't really do anything. It distracts you, bro, from from correct improving your. But the problem, ha- the problem I've seen is that right. You get the C sixty three, then the leg tat comes out, then the gold chains come out, then the hats come out, and it's like it's the same. What's next? Thing. Everyone's just cut doing. And paste. Everyone's a cut and paste. Correct, correct. And then the, f- it's like you got to have the photo. I've spoken about this a few times on my potty too, bro. With, you know, you got to have the photo with the Gucci bag in the shot, and mm. it becomes this trend that everyone's setting, and then it t- and then it's like. The le- okay, we're going to go from Ivy. Norm. Yeah, then it's a Meriton yeah, and then strippers and then... You've got the every lever that stands like this. Yeah. The hands at the front. Why right? we like this? Because you go to Lebanon, we're not like that at no, all. No, no, no. Like, Lebanon is completely different. I, this is a... Cra- people that are not Lebanese listening to this, they won't understand what Lebanese people are 100%. because the Lebanese people here are not like the people no. in Lebanon. Not even the slightest... The only drama you'll ever have in Lebanon is with an Aussie Lebo. Exactly. <laughs> That's from Australia <laughs> on, in Lebanon on holidays. You never... You see the people, they live in harmony. Like they live in and around shit, war, corruption that is like rife from the, since the 80s. They live in a war-torn place that's always jumping off with problems, exactly. but they live in harmony. Exactly. They you appreciate what they have. Yeah. And, and I've realised a lot of people who come from Lebanon, you know, like you, I'm sorry, but you came from a very bad place and then, you know, God provided 
yeah. in Australia and, and you're, s- you're safe financially, um, everything. Yeah. And then you start to, you know, you get greedy. Correct. That's the word, more. bro. Greed. That's great. That's right. And I, I don't think it's, it's, it is our culture. Yeah. But it's more of a personality thing. I've realized, you know, like a lot of, a lot of Asians, for example, like that. Yeah, it's it's not just Lebers. Yeah. yeah, let's be clear. It isn't just Lebers. As much but as we like to trash them, because I love we show it, we show it too much. It's more important for us to show mm. it. I think it's it's a weird. Uh, we've adopted this weird concept, and it's, I think it's more in Sydney. I can't really comment on Melbourne or I don't know many Lebers from Melbourne or Queens and other states, but especially in our circles in Sydney, it's very common. You know, mm. it's um, it's strange because it doesn't like it doesn't do anything for your soul, and and all it does is it just create keeps creating this. This image. Temporary happiness, bro. Yeah. It's this, this little injection of dopamine to make you feel good. Someone's going to like it. Someone's going to love it. Oh, bro, nice shoes. Oh, bro, nice bag. Oh. And there's not, I'm not sitting here saying there's nothing wrong with looking good and dressing well and all these things. But when you take it from here to here and it becomes everything. It's it'll... the intentions behind it. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, so it sounds like the, the, the issues you're having is specifically around this sort of stuff, right? Because you're <laughs> and, making and, jokes and, about it. And a serious. <laughs> and a ser- bro. Hey, it, man. I gotta love them though. That you have to. You Look, have to. I've got nothing against them, bro. Like people I've worked for, people who work with me. Uh, a lot of my friends are Assyrian. Yeah, yeah, bro. We're all, we're all. And I think it's it was more like they gave a reaction. You know, they reacted, and it was like it was just good content. The fact they yeah. react, and it got to a point where it was a bit too much. But you can, if you're in the culture, in the you understand it. Like you won't. Mm. Because you're not sitting there saying, fuck Lebanese people for being Lebanese. You're making a joke about Lebanese people acting up, mm-hmm. which is the humor in it, right? But I want to talk about this joke that you had about the wheelchair. Because I can't forget about how good it yeah. was. I love that. I understand where the line is with humor, right? I fully understand it. I like some of the most controversial comics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll cross the line and sometimes I have to like, mm, fuck. But you can understand, appreciate humor in its purest yeah. form. But the joke was just 10 out of 10. Like the four <laughs> steps to success and the guy can't walk us in the wheelchair. <laughs> Fuck, I lo- that's, that's gold. And people were giving you shit about it. I can't... Un- to- just someone, a- someone DM'd me. A, a girl DM'd me. And, uh, Is that the one you posted? No, uh, I don't know if I posted it. You want to speak up a bit? In yours. Yeah. Did I you post that one? You did. I think so. I don't know. She was talking about that her mom is blind. Oh, no, you didn't. No, you didn't um, post that one. God. And, and how she takes care of her. And then she said, but then they, even people in the wheelchair, they don't want to be treated like they are special. Correct. The last thing they want to be known is that, yes, I am in a wheelchair. And all of them actually laugh. The people who react are those who are, and I totally understand, bro. Like, imagine, for example, God forbid, my mom's in, in a wheelchair, wheelchair right now. Yeah. Like, I'll be upset for her, yeah. obviously, because she's suffering deep yeah. down. But again, if we're going to sit there and dwell over, like, it's not going to change anything. It's not because it's not, it, was t- it should be taken with a grain of salt because that's what humor is, right? You've you got to thank God that you're okay. Yeah. Obviously, first, you're alive. Correct. Um, regardless of what happened. Yeah, but I think, again, humor is, it's not reality, right? Mm-hmm. So you can make a joke about anything. Mm-hmm. I, I fully, I can understand if someone was to get offended by it because someone they love or, or knows yeah. in a wheelchair. But again, it's not, a, it's not just pointing at that person. Yeah. It's a general joke about – it's not even making fun of people in a wheelchair. It's just like – I don't even know what you call it. It's just, like, it's just a very, very smart joke, right? Yeah. Um, but, it, I, yeah, no, get your – Sorry, I got you. I think it's more the fact I'm, I'm hiding behind the page. 
Ah, that's what pisses a lot of people off. Like, and I like here that. I am, not really. Yeah, I, like that. That. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So I can imagine how many DMs you get about. Oh, I'll show your face. Yeah, like. But it's not important, bro. You know the DJ Dead Mouse. Yeah. You know, he's just, he wears this massive the mouse big, head, right? The big ears. I feel like. If you probably doesn't sound no, like you know no. who he is. All right, so he's a, he's a real old school DJ. He's been around for a long time, but he was always wear this mask. No one knew who's, what his face like was. Marshmallow. Yeah, like marshmallow. He takes his mask off and you're like, oh, he's just a fucking white dude. <laughs> wow, doesn't change anything at all. I haven't stopped listening to him. I haven't started listening to him more because I saw his face. It doesn't change anything. There's a lot of artists that don't show their faces, but I think the way you're doing it, it's good. It, I like the, I uh, like that humor. I like that dark sense bro, of humor too. Look, at the start, at the start, I was never anonymous. Like, I was out there. Yeah. But it got to a point where I'm like, first it was the fact people didn't know who it was behind the page. Um, that, that worked. People always stuck around to see yep. his, mostly girls, obviously. Um, and guys, bro, guys, surprisingly, didn't <laughs> want to get through my DMs. Um, that bad? Can you can you shed some more light on this? What do you mean in context with guys like guys that? I think that just a lot of guys, bro. A lot of guys feel more comfortable to talk to a, everyone. I think feel, feels more comfortable to talk to a stranger. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's why psychologists and, are, are so famous or so popular. Exactly, and and that's something I was talking to. Oh, on the way here, like. About mental health and, yeah. and, and males' mental Correct. health. Correct. That us as Arabs, we were brought up to ignore. Oh, bro, it doesn't exist Arab in the Arab, like, in you're, Arab you're, household. You're, you're, you're That's what you got to do, suck it up. Yeah. You know, that is jelly, you can't be yeah, doing yeah. this. you yeah. got to be the rock of the house. 100%. And, until when? I got goosebumps when you said that. Because it's, it's, so, it's so true, bro. I, 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 we are, um, it's stigmatized almost not to mm. be a bitch, right? Because exactly. if you have mental health problems or if you want to talk about it, you're a bitch, right? Or you're not really a man, yeah. so to speak. Um, bro, I can, we could talk about this for hours because we've just gone, we're going through almost the end of a pandemic. 100%. And the craziest thing is people having to sit at home and wait for things to happen, mm. wait for the government, wait for their you jobs. You don't know what's next. You don't it's know. It's very unpredictable. Uh, bro, like I've got kids, like L, L can agree to, can, can understand. Like the last thing I would want to have to do is shut my doors and wait for the government to bail me out. Yeah. And the time where you're sitting at home that's very, very crucial, you know, and I haven't seen or know anyone personally that's killed themselves, but I have been hearing a lot of things mm. across the world, especially with quarantine, when you, lock, when you lock up in a hotel for two weeks. A friend of mine went to Lebanon mid-pandemic to get to speak with his wife and get married and stuff, came back two weeks in the hotel room. He didn't have one breath of fresh air for two weeks, no window open for two weeks in a room. When you have, he to, got you it, have to pay for yourself to get locked yeah, up too. You have to, it took three grand for the two weeks. And then when he come out, he had, you know, the, the trolleys when you leave. He had like three trolleys because he kept getting stuff. He got a humidifier. He got an air purifier. He got a play, PlayStation. He, got, he started loading up because he's there. But no one can, not many people can afford to, to buy all these things while they're sitting in a hotel room. And, and, man, the mental health, it's really been front and center, I think, a lot for a lot of men this year because – a lot of men didn't realise they had mental health problems until they hit a pandemic. Mm. Um, and because they were too preoccupied yeah, with work. Yeah, because you're always busy, right? You don't busy. think about... As a, as a man of a house, looking after your family, you're always, you're always thinking about your family. So you're just, your routine, exactly. It's, you know, pay the bills, come home, do this, do that. And all you're worrying about is your wife and your kids and everyone else. But when reality sits in and you're like, fuck, where's the next dollar coming from? Or yeah. when's this or when's that? That's when 
when you're left, left to your own devices for too long, that's when it becomes an issue. Um, so the good thing that people are finding some sort of comfort in your page, if, I think that's what you were sort of getting yeah, to, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, males and, and females, to be honest, but it got to a point where it was starting to affect me. And I'm the kind of person yeah. that um, if you're upset, if you're my friend and you're upset, I get upset with you. Yeah, yeah, like I'd go home very upset and I'll sleep upset. Yeah. Um, I just didn't know how to... I was, keep in mind, approaching this page, um, I was not prepared for any of this. Mm. Like, what I've heard, seen, um, exposed to. Um, I think it was more of like, I was shocked and I just didn't know. I, I wanted to help, but I didn't know how to do it. It's tough, man. Mental health is a... There's no corners there's no box around it's such a vast uh, thing to to deal with like you can't say because of this 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 and this this happened no it could there's a lot of um, a lot of things that can bring on yeah anything like I've had a couple of run-ins in my own life Um, uh, one of the big ones that people don't realize is their food that they take in Mm. intake of food bro a lot of sugar high sugar diet High cholesterol diet, high fast food diet affects your mental health, right? Diet, lack of sleep. Lack of sleep, lack of exercise, lack of sunlight. This is the problem too. We're dealing with a pandemic when they're saying to stay inside. Mm. And we actually need, we are always, a lot of people don't realize this, we are always lacking in vitamin D. Always lacking. Even if you supplement it, you're still lacking. Mm. So the fact that we're already lacking vitamin D, if you take supplements, good on you. But if you're not in the sun and taking supplements, you're not getting the right nutrients that your body needs. So if you're sitting at home indoors, not leaving the house, worried about if you're going to get sick or not, worried about your next dollar. You'll get sick because you're getting worried. Correct. It's a brain game. 100%. It's a brain game. You know? even, if, even if you've got a bit of you know, something there. Definitely. Your brain starts to... Right, too much time on your hands. Anyone left to their own devices for long enough, they will implode. It's, just, it's natural. It's how, we, how we're designed. Um, what, what I think is a big point is talking about it and not... Not going to a counselor and saying oh, I need I need pills, but um, any form of I don't communication. In that, no, 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 no. Don't. I don't. I, I think there are so many other ways to fix any mental issue. Not any. Fuck. I'm not a doctor, but like the the cause that I've sort of used in my own life, which I can say worked for me. Um, definitely, exercise is a massive one. Mm. Lifting weight and actually hurting yourself in the best way you can, which is lifting weight, because you're damaging your muscles to get them bigger, right? But you're putting your body under stress, and that takes mental. Takes your it takes it off your brain a bit, switches it to your body. You stop focusing on the bad. You start focusing on where you, where you are, what you're doing. So definitely, exercise is a big one that I think, especially when the gym's closed. Right? This is the other problem. If you're a dude or a chick who who's sort of on the fence, or you sort of got a, you sort of can feel that you're a little bit anxious and you're a bit mm. upset, and then all these things happen. You can't train and you can't do this. What do you do? Right? What do you fucking do? Because then. <laughs> I don't know if you if you saw when the gyms closed, all the online sales of weights went through the yeah. roof. Everything was sold out. People were selling fucking dumbbell sets for six hundred dollars. Yeah. You know, like everything just started going through the roof. So how do you really deal with the issue? And this has sort of been a big a big thing for a lot of people this year, man. Because we go back to greed as well. People took advantage. Yeah. Oh, bro. Not even not even like the the most the biggest companies in the world made more money than they ever have during this pandemic. Yeah, Amazon. Amazon. Bezos, mate, he tr- contributed his income. Yeah. All these other companies, Facebook, all these bloody companies have ramped up. I, I They've think, gone to the roof. I think Elkin, I don't know if you got busy during the pandemic, man. But even for me, man, like, I think it was around March when they, they said, yeah. you know, we're going into lockdown. Correct, yeah. 
I didn't stop. Like, if, can you say what your line of work is? Do you, do yeah, you talk about construction? Yeah, okay, construction. Yeah, but, but construction here was odd, bro, because they let construction continue seven days a week, right? Yeah, yeah, they did. You could work over public funny. holidays, yeah, yeah. Sundays. So you got thirty drip rockers, Asian guys sitting there spitting on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and you got plumbers shooting and in buckets, right? <laughs> shooting in buckets, right? <laughs> but these are all right because you're on construction. You're immune from the virus. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know what? It wasn't that. It's what the way they looked at it is. It's the biggest. Con- contributor to the economy to the Australian yeah. economy they can't stop so people. they didn't want to stop it but then when does it stop being about the pandemic and start being about money correct for them correct and that's it's how you saw it because money. why your lives aren't as important as mine because yeah. I have to stop my business because I'm not a construction so they person. say essential workers are an essential job and they there's something that I saw that says an essential job is anything that puts food on the table bro I'm glad you said that because when I heard the government say only essential businesses the first thing I said was <laughs> who the fuck gave you the call to make my business essential or not well, is it essential to your economy or is it essential? Because any business that you operate is essential to your fucking life and your family's livelihood, right? So who can, how can someone or some party say, well, your business isn't essential? Um, you have to shut down. That's what I, that was, we can go into the conspiracy side of this pandemic and be here for hours. But, <laughs> but the, the, I got the shits because, like, in Australia particularly, we live a very safe life. We have everything. Um, you can come here illegally and get a visa, a safety visa, and you can live here f- freely, work, and all this stuff. You have so much, so much protection here. It's almost complacent how, how lucky we are here. Um, we live in the best country in the world. We do. We actually live in the best country in the world. So, so far. <laughs> so far, right? But you've got to deal with it. Sometimes there's, there's laws and rules and things that happen, but generally speaking, if you want to live and set up an opportunity for your family, this is the place to do it, 100%. right? And because we live such a free lifestyle, we, we literally have no shackles anywhere. Mm. There are a lot of rules and driving, a lot of this and that, and going out and drinking. There's, but that's not that's not the core of the issue. But when you live a very relaxed life, knowing that you're at the bottom of the world, you've got no worries with terrorism. Your biggest your biggest issue with crime is bikies in the area. It's not that bad. Spiders, uh, spiders, right? <laughs> or, or fucking uh, snakes, right? That's our biggest threat. You got bikies, snakes, and spiders. Lately, straight out, right? Build my head in. So, when you look at how freely we live, and then all of a sudden that gets taken away from mm. us. I don't know about you boys. I'm, this isn't a fact. I just, from my own experience, I know in Sydney alone, a lot of people are using, like, cocaine's a big one here. It's huge, right? It's, it's, it's common as fucking water now. So you've got a lot of these people that are strung out, well, not strung out, but they're using drugs regularly, going out regularly, drinking regularly, and that all of a sudden just gets taken away from them, and they have to sit by themselves with their loved ones or whoever it is, mm. and then they have to think and have time to think. Now, but I think the going out and everything got taken away, but the drug abuse kept going. Probably got probably got worse. People, actually, yeah. people were still doing it, yeah. and that's that was what contributed to the mental health issues C- that everybody had. Think about it, bro. They go out to have fun. They do they do coke, for example, mm. to have fun. Correct. Imagine how boring it is at home. Hundred percent. It's something 100%. to keep them occupied. Imagine the ones that are married that are doing it. You know what I mean? They what are they going? It's it's. It, it's it's a scary thought. Oh, thank God I'm not a cocaine head. I can't, man. I, just, I had my time when I was younger, but it's not, it doesn't do anything for you. I always say nothing good ever happens with cocaine. Nothing. Mm. Think of a time you've used cocaine. Anything good ever happened from it? <laughs> Bro, if it wasn't for this page, I would have never guessed how... It- Common it is in Australia. I didn't. I didn't realize, bro. I didn't I, realize. I still don't. I, I don't think I've ever been around. What do you mean through your page? What do you? The more oh, you have. You haven't been around a bag. No. No. I Are don't you sure you're living in Sydney? Yeah, yeah, bro. You sure? Bro, I've never been to Ameriton. <laughs> wow. Believe it or not, you're the only level I know that's never been, seen cocaine and never or never been around a bag of cocaine and never been to Ameriton. <laughs> and so, how did you know it was so bad? Are people opening up to you and letting um, you know? Bro, you've got you've got families have like like. Yeah, a, ma- a woman with kids doing it. A a, a oh, guy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's 
for a while. I don't want to sit here and talk about it because these people obviously trusted me with yeah, their yeah. stories. But and obviously, there's no name, but it will still upset them if I spoke about it. Correct. Yeah. But, hey, but look, if anybody's going to take anything from this that's watching and you've got kids, feel blessed, feel so privileged that you've got right. kids. Oh, my God, yeah. Try to put everything, to like make everything second to your family and to your health. If you don't have your health and if your family doesn't have their health, like everything else is comes second to that. So if anybody 100%. takes something from this, like honestly, go probably hug your kids, give them a big hug and a kiss, your yep. partner, husband, wife, whatever yep. it is, and realise that drugs just comes like it's and, and, last. And, and it's like... Good point, but it's just reading the amount of stuff and and me seeing everything going on, it's easier said than done. Oh, much easier said than done. Because yeah. there's a void in their life. That's right. I feel um, like you're going to have to see someone after all this, after bro, everyone opens up. You sound like you, is... you've got a lot of shit on your heart, bro. We can sit here for a couple of hours. No, right? no, yeah. look... Uh, <laughs> It got to a point where I'm like, all right, I need to take care of myself before I take care of people. Was it affecting your mental health? Yeah, 100%. And was it the people telling their stories or was it the, the, the hate you were copying or was um, it a mix no, of no, everything? No, no, it was more people. It was a bit of everything, right? People um, people telling me their stories, um, the hate. Uh, but at least once a month, there's a, a an Instagram account that's trying to expose me. Mm, okay. um, All right. So it's a bit, and, and it gets I've, a bit I've much. Get, I've kept a really good reputation for two years, bro. I, I've, my circle, even before the page, my circle has always been very, very small. That's good. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to bring the page to home. If that makes sense. Well, it's like bringing I've, your work I've home. I've been followed home in the past, bro. Are you I've, joking? Yeah, yeah. Is I've, this all because of the page? Yeah. Yeah. So what do they do? Park outside the iJuice and wait for a Hilux and then follow you home? <laughs> they just follow everyone. It was the Lexus home. days actually, right? <laughs> so but I live in, an, in a, I live, where I live is very like, um, if you're driving into my street, you either live there or... Yeah, you're or, not passing through. Yeah, exactly. I'll and I've you. had like, you don't see Lebos up there. And I've had this Lebo guy that used to come, came twice and had a black Corolla. <laughs> And like Definitely the, the fade, you can tell he's lover. And he would sit fade. in front of my house and just look. Like I've got cameras around the house. I can see him. I'm just trying to understand how an Instagram page that has 20 odd thousand people has led to people rocking up to your house. Can you, can you piece that together for me? Because um, Bro, until today, I still don't. Were you counselling his missus by any chance? Yeah, no. Were you giving her a special form of counselling? <laughs> <laughs> giving her counselling, I huh? think... No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I think it was more the... the the religious memes I've cracked in the past. Okay, um, religion's always a controversial subject. Extremely. Very um, controversial. Yeah, yeah. I can see if that's the basis of someone's problem. Yeah. Okay. So You've actually stopped doing that 100%. lately. Well, you know what? Because religion... Completely. Well, religion's an interesting one, right? Because like I said, I, I, I can understand humor. I, I'm the first person to laugh at any joke. But... Like if you go to a live skit and the guy's saying all these funny jokes and he makes a joke about God or something, you're like, yeah. man... Yeah. Was it needed? Yeah. Was it necessary? But that's because I have a belief system. Yeah. I can only imagine if someone's belief system is 10 times more... Uh, stronger than yours. Stronger, or they just live and breathe it more. They're more dedicated then, to it. Correct. They hear something and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. You can't do that. Yeah. And I understand if religion has played a part in some people's hate, but um, I think the malice, there was no malice intended because... There's a lot of humor you can get out of everything, including religion, but there's a line that you can't cross, right? The, the reaction proved the point of the whole meme because right. you're defending a religion by doing against what your religion says. 
That's a funny point. That's a funny yeah. point. Because you know what? Actually, well, yeah, like even us Christianity or Islam or any any other religion, they we promote peace. Correct. We promote. Yeah. Um, we don't, you know, like conflict. There's no conflict. Yeah. No, yeah. Etc. Um, but they use that to defend their religion. I'm like, mm. was that was that the guy that came to your house? Yeah. Uh, no. 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 Um, that was one of them. But like, but ninety percent of it was all like through fake accounts mm. and and even personal accounts. That never really worried me because if someone's gonna sit there on a fake account and try to have a go at me, you know. But you can understand when people take offense to religion. It's a like it's a it's a hot topic. I take a, I take offense, especially if it's over the over the top. And I don't ignore it, bro. I yeah. sit there and explain myself that, bro, this is a joke. Um, Correct. Yeah. I, I do apologize if if it got to you, yeah. but. You get to a point where just I just want to go to sleep and not worry about. Yeah, man, you don't want to have to. Your... I don't want to wake up with my face all over the internet. No, no, no. Which I, I obviously I still say I don't care, but I do care because, um, I was watching the Lebanon memes podcast the other day, and yeah. he said something where I don't want to go grab a coffee and someone's staring at me, bro. Even now, no one, not many people know who I am, and I still get like. Someone smiling at me or like taking a photo of yeah. me and sending it to me. Is that taking you? a photo of your shoes. Oh, okay. So that maybe the voice they're picking up or something. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Or because I post where I go as well. I, like I did it to myself. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I don't but blame anyone. But you're only human, bro. Look, uh, the last thing you want is to have your livelihood, I guess, in question. If just more privacy, a page. That's what Yeah, I'm no, no. And, and that's, that makes complete sense, man. Um, but does the page are you does it make money for you? Is that sort of no. why you have it going, or you just love the fucking the, the humor made, out of it? Uh, maybe in the two years, I've maybe made like two three hundred dollars out of it. Not bad. We were talking um, about that on the way here. I said you never do sponsored ads. You never yeah, promote yeah. anything. He promotes people that for free. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. Help if I like, out. if look, if I like your product. Yeah, yeah. I promote it. Like I juice, sh- for example. You don't own I juice. You should own. I've seen a lot of I juice. People think I own I juice. You know, I, I have the similar thing. Like, I shared a thing about CBD yesterday, and it was only because I genuinely like, I, I trust it, I like it, it works, people should use it. And the guy messaged me, he goes, bro, thank you so much. But mm. it's because I don't want nothing for it. I buy it off him all the time. I was like, fucking just, just use it. It's good, yeah. you know? Um, and that's how it should be, but because if someone was to ask me, how much, someone actually asked me, does your podcast make money? And the first thing I'll say, well, if you're in this for money, you're in it for the wrong reason. 100%. This is an organic thing, right? Podcasting, similar sort of thing with the meme page. If people find enough comfort in it and, and they love it enough, you can merch it, you can make money off it. But if the, if the, the core goal is money, you won't go anywhere. Because no. all you're trying to figure out is how to make money off people, right? And trust me, bro, like, uh, as a business owner, it will pay off later. Of course. It will yeah, pay yeah. off. Because when you have a good network, eventually it will pay off later. Oh, like that's crazy. Yeah. Other meme pages that got on the line now, like, I want to mention the names. Yeah, yeah. Bro, it's like YouTube ads. Mm, Between mm. every meme, there's an ad. It's funny, eh? It is like that. And then you'll see on some of them, there'll actually be an ad for a shop, for something, like yeah. what you'll do, but it's not paid, right? It's just... Exactly. If I like your product, bro, yeah. I'll promote it. No, it's good, it's good man. It. I don't care. It's, it's very good. It's very good because um, we need more of that, bro. Because a lot of people... It's the greed aspect again, right? Because if you have a full-time gig in... So I'd treat this as a hobby. Mm. If I treated it as a side hustle, it's a completely different ballgame. Yeah. Because then I have to invest money. Oh, what do you mean? I, I invest time into this page. Yeah. Right? I've invested way, more, way too much time in this page. Uh, it's, look, when you love something, yeah. I, I, like with this, I don't factor in how much time I've invested because it doesn't really bother me because I enjoy it. But yeah, you have to also factor that in. And especially if you're, it's impacting your day-to-day life, mm. 
if it's affecting your sleep, that's enough to stop it, right? Yeah. Because you need to, your sleep is the most important thing for you. That's when your body's recovering. Um, but so, so now I guess where you are with the page, you've sort of diverted away from religion for obvious reasons. Yeah, bro. Look, at the start, it helped me mentally as well. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I'd go home. I, I can be myself. I can. Um, it made it makes me happy when I make people laugh. That's a good thing, like, bro. Like it That's genuinely a very, very makes me thing. happy. I, if I can make you laugh, if I can, you know, hear you for ten minutes about your day. Yeah. If you really need to have a chat, fair enough. So and then. Like- it got to me where I started making those memes and dark humor and it got to a point where I'm like, I don't care. I don't know if it was a bit of an ego, you know? I think it's probably, it could be a bit of both. Yeah. I've done, I can't, couldn't give a shit and get over it, people. It's a joke, right? Because you can't, the problem with society is that we, we've, we've conditioned ourselves to be offended by everything. Yeah. So pages like yours tend to have to walk on eggshells because you don't want to offend people. That's right. A lot of comedians now that have podcasts, I follow a lot of podcasts, they actually have to explain a joke after they've said it or they have to explain the context behind something. So no one takes offense. Correct. There's certain words now that are very controversial like retard. There's a few others that I probably prefer not to say, but that's a very controversial word that some, I'll hear a podcast or a stand-up thing and the guy will say it and be like, oh, fuck, just so you know. And you're like, bro, it's a joke. Yeah. No one's getting offended by it. But this is where we've, as a society... We are so worried about what this guy's doing, what this guy's saying, what this person... And you see now in this virus pandemic, people not wearing masks, you should be wearing masks, doing this, you can't go out, And everyone's like, dob on your neighbour. And it's all this this new sub... God, I call it subculture of snitching and not being... Like, where... Judging. I, I miss when we could just go on with our lives and you do what you do and I do what I do and everyone does so, what they want. Someone said something once. He said, we're just a bunch of sinners judging each other for sinning right? differently. <laughs> That's so true. That's probably in the Bible somewhere too. But yeah, that's... uh... Like, honestly, bro, no one is perfect. No, at all. Um, No one, you know, in Arabic, no one has an umbrella over their head. We're we're all exposed to to our imperfections, you know. 100%. Getting getting the best of us. 100%. Yet, uh, I've never um, intentionally meant to, like, hurt anyone or, or post a meme to get to someone there's i've never had hate you're not doing it to at a spite of somebody else yeah but i just i'm the kind of person that i hate to be basic i like to be unique yeah with my work with my life with my memes with my jokes i try my best to be unique different um there's good you've got a million meme pages out there what why what how come organically i grew up so quickly for example but yours is funny because I gotta say, bro, a lot of the things you say are things that I think about but don't say. Yeah, which is I a involve real, my personality too. Like which I, is I, I interact a lot as well, which is good. Yeah, you do. But see, like the stuff about C sixty three, I can't say it enough. But I've been talking about how levers have ruined that cast since yeah. they came out, right? But when you make a when you make a meme about it, it's like you're you're displaying my brain on your page, and I'm like fuck, that's that's it's exactly true. how I think, bro. <laughs> wow, I used to think that, but I never yeah. thought to say it. You know, no, there, you there are but I you gotta articulate it like he does. There that's are the other meme pages that crack jokes and stuff and make memes, but I feel like they're almost hating on people yeah. rather than just taking yeah. a light jab at someone and Correct. having a joke. Correct. Now you, you're you've got a niche in your humor. And I roast myself, bro. Not at the time. No, no, you do, you do. <laughs> I like the one about the flat chest. That one. Yeah. <laughs> Working 10 hours to come home to a flat. Like, see, that any girl that hasn't got tits is going to get offended, right? But you can't think about them because that's not every girl. You have to allow yeah. for the humor to come through, and that's what it, the core of it is. And 
Like if I'm a chicken, I've got small tits. But fuck, that's pretty funny, man. I hit the husband up for a boob job, right? But like, but that's how I look at a joke and interpret it. I won't, I won't say oh, I feel sorry for the people that haven't got tits because it's not, it's not giving you shit for not having tits. It's just a fucking joke. This chick DM'd me and she's like, ah, oh, offended. I'm like, don't worry, you look handsome. And she got even blocked me, bro. <laughs> Oh my oh, god! Even even today, bro. That's so good. I'm so bad at like, like the I didn't continue the 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 chick with the blind mom, um, and she's she was saying that she loves my memes and the dark humor, and I'm like, you know what? I can't wait to post the next memes and your mom to see it. And she's <sighs> like, she cracked up, and then I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> so, but, but bro, I love that is. On your feet, that's you, you. You must be a, a, a innate, you must be a comedian deep down because you I'm have that spark, bro. Because <laughs> look, most people wouldn't think to react with another joke, right? Because you push the line, you're like, all right, your mom's in a wheelchair. Oh yeah, oh, I can't wait for your mom to see it. You're just not knocking the the, mm. che- like the cherry on top, right? From a com- from a comedian, a comic heard that like, that's just fucking gold, right? Because it is to be able to think like yeah, that on yeah. your toes. And that's where I can appreciate the humor, but then she probably would have got cut by that, right? No, no, she actually left it oh, because she, she knows what a, what a she's smart been. Girl. You that's know why? Smart she's girl. been following the page for a long time, and she knows who I am. She knows yeah. it's not malicious. Yeah, exactly. bro. You, if you took anything, if anyone was to take your page as malicious, the, fi- the fact she saw the humor in that, oh, the blind, mom. the blind mum, yeah, bro. She's she's very smart, but your page isn't. There's no jabs. You're not jabbing anyone. It's not malicious intent. No, you're jabbing Lebos in general, Arabs in general, or a specific community that you feel like jabbing at the time, which I fucking love. That's the best thing about humor, right? Um, Any of the best comics in the world know how to do it well. You just do it behind the scenes, right? Um, I'd like to see a stand-up how you do how you go in stand-up <laughs> how would you do it Ray Mysterio mask or something <laughs> that's what I said I said we should wear Ray Mysterio mask <laughs> you, should, you know I'm, I did I used to do a podcast before this one and we did a podcast with um, those rappers called 1-4 oh yeah they were full mask bro, head to toe one guy couldn't even see his eyes oh, wow. were they like wanted I don't know what Maybe. the situation is I didn't bother asking it was, was this before they like blew up uh, it was just before, actually. So they just dropped like three tracks or something. They're pretty cracker, but yeah, no, they're <laughs> they do really well. Local boys from from Western Sydney to yeah. go on the scene like that across the world, man. It's ASAP <laughs> Ferg in their songs. It's, it's pretty crazy. But they did their thing with no masks on, and uh, sorry, with their faces covered. And the, intimidating. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it wasn't just intimidating. It was just. I, I think a lot of them had. Well, I think after that, a few of them got arrested and went to yeah. jail. I think. Oh, wow. They're on like arrest. And they always talk about no face, no case, all that stuff. So, but um. No, it's good. I, I, it's good to have humor that you can relate to, yeah. because a lot of the stuff you watch, you watch something on Netflix and you'll have a laugh. But it's about another country or another situation. When you look, when you look at, it, he's like, "Fuck, he's just talking. He's going in on the area. It's the best. It makes that's why it's so good." Yeah. Um, and you're not appealing to every Tom, Dick, and Harry, right? There's a special group of people, particularly Middle Easterns or you know their spouses. Look, it's confusing sometimes, and I understand it's confusing when um, I like. I'll do the questions and, and my opinion is always there. But then they, I say, all right, it's, it's a meme page. And yeah, I understand. Like you can't yeah. mix meme page and your own opinion. If it's, you want to say yeah. your own opinion, then show your face, which is fair enough. Okay. But what? this is why I'm like... To be honest with you, bro, if I can say this, <clears throat> it's your page. Mm. It's your life. You can do whatever the fuck you want. 
you don't have to do anything you don't want to do, right? Yeah. You've created you've created a little gold mine with, with this page. Just do whatever you want because the way it's going, man, it's people are loving it. If people don't like it, they just don't have to follow yeah, it. Yeah, like that, but that's how it should be, right? You don't like something, you block it or you unfollow it. It's so simple. I do it all the time. I blocked Cardi B from ages ago. <laughs> I fucking hope she dies, that bitch. But I don't want nothing to do with her. I don't want to hear none of her songs. I don't want nothing to do. I don't want to see nothing to do with her. And I just decided block. I'm not going to sit there and complain and, oh, I can't even, no, because she can just, <laughs> all right, because I don't want nothing to do with that. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot of it is how we're, we're conditioning ourselves, bro. Yeah. We're getting offended by so many things, especially the little things. I think we're all just a bit too tense. I think the year's been a bit weird and, you know, it yeah. hasn't been a normal life for most people. And, not, and all of these people can relate to, to what I'm talking about. It's just... Bro, our, our community is extremely sugar-coated. And I was just talking about it the other day, mm. how sugar-coated everything is, how yeah. on the outside yeah. is way, way different to what's on the inside. That's very true. And that creates trust issues. That yeah. creates doubts. And, and, and that's why, bro, like friendships, marriages, relationships, they just tend to fail because yeah. from okay. the get-go, you know, you show these red flags and then... You just tend to ignore them. Yeah, that's very true, bro. But you know, a lot of the stuff, you know, if you're if you're married now, the the, the where the world is now, it's not like how it was ten years ago. Mm. It's completely different. I don't know how to describe it. Like to the, I think what I've noticed, especially being a male, you know, with a wife and a kid and stuff like that, there's been a lot of push around sex, right? And this is the crazy thing when no one really pays attention to this. Sex is always in our face. It's always on our phone. It's not not people Everything having sex. Is sexual. Yeah, it's a sexual connotation. There's there's a there's a there's an image that's an ass sticking out or a cleavage sticking out or there's something that's getting you hooked, right? Because marketing and advertising is always to get people hooked. Traditional forms were never, you know, sex sells has always been a cliched saying for many years, but now it's like the only thing that sells is sex. Mm. Everything's got to have a sexual connotation to it. So when we're talking about people cheating and all these stuff and you know things happening in people's lives. There's so much distraction with filth in front of us all the time. You really, really, really get to see the truth. Yeah. If I can touch on something, so they're, no, they're normalizing all of this stuff, yeah, like the, all this. And it's getting younger stuff. and younger. Yeah, and, and younger. what's happening? Have you been seeing all these pedophiles that have been let off with good behavior bonds? Yeah, you posted yeah. one on your yesterday. Instagram yesterday. Yeah. Another one today. A guy got a, he he raped a girl. He was <sighs> babysitting in 1988, and that just let him out. That's disgusting. Man. Like I got goosebumps thinking about it because it's it's that. that Look, I think pedophilia and these things are as bad, if not worse, than terrorism. I think yeah. a terrorist should be treated the same way a pedophile because a pedophile would terrorize a family and a child exactly the same way a terrorist would terrorize a community. Terrorism or, doesn't necessarily mean blowing something up no. or chopping Middle someone's Eastern head off or whatever it is. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't it, matter. Terrorizing no. somebody is instilling fear in somebody and taking away their freedom Correct. by by terrorizing them. That's Correct. what it is. Exactly. So right. what these pedophiles are doing to these young kids and like, you know, this is, it's, it's really close to me because I've got young kids. Correct, yeah. When somebody in a position of power does this to people, it's like the guy was a deputy principal or something. Oh, the Westmead, Kellyville, whatever something, it was. Kellyville, whatever it is. The guys, the guys let off on a good behaviour bond. Well, and bro, I've, I, I, my, my, I think the judges are all. I think yeah, it's all big circle, mate. Everyone's because they're all normalising it. That's what happens. It starts mm. with sexualising everything. They sexualise, you know, when that 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 show Cuties came out on oh Netflix. That made me sick. Actually, Correct. made me want to throw up. Yeah. And then because it's so common everywhere now, it's like. It's normal. They're letting it go. Yeah, 10, 15 years' time, it's not going to get any better. It's getting because much worse. It's getting worse. Psychologically, right. man, these pedophiles are doing it based on, on a trauma or a payback. 
this this is a really this really is where the the root of the problem this is where we should focus Bro, as a community like, I'm so glad you said that you know start with now now is the time to to, to fix these kids because in about 15 20 years time they'll be out there doing it he's, yeah you know what i watch i, I haven't watched a lot Recently, but I, I used to watch a lot of stories, the serial stuff. The guy, that NBA, NFL player who, who killed his, uh, killed someone, Aaron, what's his name? Rodriguez. Hernandez. Hernandez, yeah. yeah. I watch all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You're right, bro. It's like 99% of people, besides Ted Bundy, you know the Ted Bundy story? Yeah. Besides him, they're all, they've all been bro, abused was, as a child. If he was still around, bro, he'd have a field day. He would, ha- <laughs> he, he, would have, he would have a following, bro. That's the crazy... Ted Bundy is probably the basket, the, the one... Diamond in the rough that he's probably the only person. But you know what he said his problem was? Pornography. Violent pornography. That's what led to what he did. Do you know much about Ted? No, Bundy? I never know who that is. Ellie, Ted Bundy was a guy who lived in a Christian home, white family, a school, very intelligent, very articulate, um, never been in, in problem with the police, went to university, college, all this full honor student, everything. Had a had a demon, bro, violent pornography. And this was back, I think, in the eighties. So it wouldn't be the same as today. Like the media today is very, very different. Like, there's VR porn now. You know what I mean? Like, they were probably reading or watching videos, but he was into violent pornography. So what did he do? But he would kidnap women, kill them, or ra- rape them or kill them. I don't know which one it was. But they were on a campus, and they were all in the same area. He'd go and stay on the campus. There was actual footage of him being interviewed by local news about something completely unrelated. And he's there, behind the scenes, kidnaps them, rapes them, and then dis- they disappear. Is this in America? It was in America, yeah. Oh, this was m- many years ago. Yeah. But he goes on death row, they end up, he ends up dying, and, and he says in one of his last interviews that he, he lived a good life, everything I just said about his family and stuff, his biggest demon was violent pornography. And he could never... Put a, he couldn't stop it. So it wasn't because it happened to him when he was younger. No. It happened because he was exposed to it and he just he, he, became addicted pornograf- to it. So pornography, who was talking about it? Fuck, I want to quote them, but I can't remember. It wears one of the front, frontal cortex or some part of your brain to a point where it becomes null. It conditions it, your brain yeah. to, to that stuff. So he, like with pornography, he, was, he would start on like normal and then it got worse and worse and worse to the point it had to be violent. That's why he acted on it because he was okay. consumed by it, right? So that's like the extreme. Exactly. It's, now it's now very you extreme. see that with like failed marriages and relationships. Yeah, bro. Really, yeah, it's very true. You really do. And but, you're saying they're normalizing it now in like video clips and stuff. So well, this they're conditioning yeah. all Look the young Cardi, kids. Cardi B just released a song called "Wet Ass Pussy." Yeah, that's disgusting. Wet ass pussy that gets played on the radio, yeah. right? That gets played on the fucking radio at all times of the day, and you, you think and, and this is where you're talking about normalizing shit. You're letting kids. Listen to a glorified stripper, ex-drug dealer, talk about her pussy. I reckon she stinks bad. Oh, no, definitely, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it would, wouldn't be a pretty sight or a smell. But she's an ex-stripper, ex, ex-drug dealer, sh- selling her ass to the world, and little girls are looking at this guy. Oh, yeah, she's got a daughter. She's got, she got a daughter? I think so, yeah. Oh, my God. She's got a kid, oh, but I don't know if it's a boy or a girl, whatever it is. Yeah. See, that's scary, man. Well, maybe that kid doesn't like identify oh yeah that's probably one of those kids <laughs> but you know the thing with rape like back to the, the, the abuse and stuff that is a big big one I've always tried to understand how would you stop how would you fix that problem because those kids they're not criminals mm. and, and unfortunately they're not criminals yet right because they become criminals because of what's happened to them yeah it's it's, it's a mixture of like you I'm, have the power sorry no, I'm just saying I don't even think it's kids that it's just happened to I think it's it's anything because they're conditioning everyone now to think this is everything's normal like 
they're letting pedophiles off. So anything that was scaring pedophiles before, they're it's like, oh, I'm going to yeah. get done. I'll, I'll more than likely get let off. So yeah. I might as well have a crack at this. Well, they get a slap on the wrist. Uh, this this teacher, right? So he put out a an ad on the newspaper or online somewhere for it. Like for a classifier. Yeah, yeah, a single yeah. ad. He was that, he's that, that blinded by his dick that he thought a 14-year-old girl was replying to him wanting to, wanting to have sex with him. That's how crazy he And he was. offered her money. And he offered her money. So she's a, she's a young girl approaching an old man. What, in what planet does that happen? Please. As a high school teacher, why would a girl be attracted to a high school teacher that doesn't go to the school? Please. They're not, they don't use their brain, right? So the, the, look, the trauma thing, you're right in saying that people will adopt these things over time because we'll condition ourselves, right? It's like if you, if you do karate for 20 years, you'll condition your body to be a karate expert, right? It's mm. the same sort of thing. If you just do the same concept, you absorb the same bullshit all the time, eventually you'll just become what you're absorbing. When you're exposed is, to it. Exactly. You, you start Which is that? It, yeah. we're, we're all imperfect. Definitely, and then yeah. everything around us is just going to feed that imperfection. And I've said this in the past. I don't know how much I can talk about, for example, the LGBT community. You can say whatever you want on this podcast, bro. Bro. Speak your mind. Um, I've said this in the past where like, people say, oh, we're born gay. Or we're born like that. Mm. Okay, maybe, maybe some is... Have got hormonal hormonal differences. Hormonal. Yeah, I know a few people that Sorry, have had that. that import in me. Came yeah, out. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's all right. Um, right. Imbalances and stuff. But then you've got those who are confused. Definitely. It's an imperfection. Hey. And then when you feed it, you're on the money, bro. Confusion, yeah. lost. You, you feed. It's it could be a phase, bro. It's normal. We all with maybe some people have had a phase where they are attracted to the same sex. And when you feed it more and when everyone around you is like okay with it. Um, changes the way you do it, right? 100%. It, it changes And it not just that, not just okay. You are more respected and like, you know, yeah. accepted. Accepted. That's a big one. The, look, my biggest, my biggest reservation with the LGBT community is not them as humans, right? Because I'm, I'm just as, I'm a sinner like everyone else. I'm a scum like everyone else is, right? I'm just a normal dude. But... My biggest, biggest reservation is the Mardi Gras. When there are little kids on parade, mm. when there are men in G-strings and their balls hanging out everywhere and women dressing as men and kids are seeing it and being involved, I'd stop, I draw the line there. I can't, I can't. I, but sorry. then who do you blame? Do you blame the organisers of the event or do you blame the parents that are taking the kids? You, look, the blame is on the government, the people that are taking their kids there yeah. and the organisers of the event because it should strictly be... I don't know if Australia has children in their Mardi Gras. I have to double check it. No, I don't I have, think so. I've seen footage overseas, particularly in America, children on these parades with their parents. And, and the, the, the scary thing, I, I, my biggest fear is kids being exposed to sexuality at a young age, which we're starting to see very common now. They're trying to introduce um, these, these teachings into school about different types of sex and masturbation. And for kids... And I goosebumps again. I, I can't bring myself to be comfortable with that in any capacity. I don't care what anybody tells me. Because I'm. They're vulnerable, right? they don't, bro. They don't know. They're a sponge, exactly. right? You know your kids are a sponge. Because yeah, when they get to a certain age and you say shit, they say shit. I'll drop the F bomb. They say the F bomb. Yeah. It's, they are sponges, right? Yeah. All, they wanna, all they're doing is. Because so, their brains are doing this, they're getting bigger. And they're just sucking in more info, sucking in, sucking in, sucking in. And if you put shit in front of them, they're just going to vacuum it up with their brains. And what's going to come out in 10 years? Like we said, they're going to come out and turn. So you got to, it's important what they're being exposed to. And then you've got WAP playing on the radio and they can hear it whenever they Bro, want. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and this is the issue where kids are, kids are the ones being targeted now, not the adults. Because yeah. I guarantee you, man, like LGBT community, 
they're probably the nicest people out there. They probably have yeah, they a are. lot of them are probably lost or confused, and they believe that what they believe is true, right? And I don't believe it's true. I don't believe that homosexuality is natural. I don't think it's a natural form because I look at, for example, animals, right? A lot of people say we're similar to animals, or whatever. I don't think we're similar to animals, but they're the next species we can relate to. Mm. In all the documentaries I've watched, all the stuff I've learned about animals over the years, the only incidents where animals fuck the same sex is when it's an accident. It's not a common thing. There are some animals that don't, they just fuck anything. Like there's a seahorse, male seahorse gives birth to the kids. Like there's some weird shit that goes on in there, right? But bottom line is, generally speaking, penis, vagina, kids, right? It's like the whole reproduction thing that you're talking about. And this is the other thing. So exactly what I'm getting to. Because then if you look at what sex really is in its purest form, it is designed for reproduction. It's not designed for pleasure. The pleasure aspect is just a byproduct of the reproduction. But you know what I can and what I do appreciate is that a mother and a mother or a father and a father can look after children and raise children better Definitely. than some other oh, bro. You know, heterosexual oh couples. Definitely. And I fully appreciate that. Like I don't hundred percent. I'm so I'm so for giving kids every chance and every opportunity they Definitely. can get. Definitely. And if it's with a mother and a mother or a father and father, I'm all for it. I love that. I think I, it's so good. I think if a kid's being given an opportunity then, Yeah, okay. If if you're saying that obviously they're they're the role models. There's there's mother and mother that are raising these kids. What are you raising then? A kid that's going to be accepting? You're just repeating history. Repeating. So this is this is a tough tough one, right? Yeah, because look, uh, we might not agree because I'm not uh, I'm not one for like trying to eradicate the LGBT. Yeah, no, I appreciate. Community. I know yeah, what yeah. you mean by like obviously, you know, the kids being taken care. I've of. I've got no reservations to them. Like I, uh, that community can do whatever they want in in their own time. Of in their they own deserve space. the respect. Everyone should they be free to do. Uh, what we they were want. talking about that on the way here. We're talking yeah. about everybody deserves respect. Whether your sexual orientation is like this, whether your religion is, you might not support it, but I'm not against it. And the way I look at it is if these people are, they're working, they're making it like they're they're actually progressing in life and they're giving children an opportunity to grow up, doesn't necessarily mean, because you're saying that it's, your argument is people say they're born with it, people say they're not, or people say they're conditioned to it. But Mm -hmm. you can grow up being raised by two men, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be. The homosexual no, no. when you get to there. You're, you're 100% right. I think where the, where the controversy on that subject is, is there's two things, right? You've got quality of life for a, ch- for a child mm. and then you've got the, the, the thought process of how they're being raised. Um, I'm very old school. I'm sure you probably are. I'm sure you are too. My, my thought, look, I, I, when I say I, I don't have any reservations for the LGBT, I don't. I, bro, go and do what you want in your time. Where it became an issue though was when it encroached on my beliefs and I had to get off my ass and go and vote. You remember that yeah. a year ago, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When that happened, I don't know if you remember, but a lot of Christians were getting attacked by the LGBT community because Christians don't agree with it. This is where I had the issue, because now LGBT are wanting to be accepted, but the Christian people, the Christian, it was predominantly the Christians that were vocal about it. Because yeah. like, no, we don't agree with this. And that guy went and painted over that mural, right? And, oh yeah, yeah. And, and we were we were sort of as as a Christian, a lot of the time people would f- could say that we were being attacked. By the, by the LGBT community because the Christian community the only ones saying well, no we're opposed to the marriage we're opposed to the plebiscite all this stuff and I think that's where a lot of that division started and if you look at history how it always repeats itself the best way to win the best way to dominate is divide and conquer mm. so in Australia our division is predominantly I think LGBT have, they've taken a big um, front row seat if you will and then the other division is the Middle East division between Australians and Middle Eastern especially since the riots the Cronulla riots yeah. 
Um, these are quite significant moments in our history, which we can all relate to, I guess. Um, but on your point about the LGBT, the raising children, I don't think it's healthy for two of the same sex to raise a child only because I'm a parent, right? I, I, I am a parent. I know there's things I can't do that my wife can. There's some things my wife can't do that I can do to the point where my son, he'll wake up in the middle of the night. If he's in pain, he just wants his dad. But if he wants to, if he wants to be nurtured, he wants his mum, and he will go. He goes organically because that's the beauty about a parent. There's a balance. There's a yin and there's a yang. Even there's when the mum's nursing opposite. the baby, she like you correct. Can't, you can't nurse. You, you can't do things. You don't that, have the organs. No, yeah, to do and it. even down to the actual physical nursing, yeah, you can't. You can't. Yeah. So us as humans, we've been designed in a very unique way to the point we all have our own individual fingerprint. If we're designed that uniquely, why why would we try and change the way that things have always been? As in like. I'll go back to the old school thought. If I, th- I think re- sex is for reproduction and for pr- producing children, two sexes cannot do that. Therefore, I feel, I feel that is not... Uh, I wouldn't consider it to be classed as the same as a marriage. I, I wouldn't uphold a marriage in the LGBT as the same as a normal metrosexual marriage because of what's involved, right? If, if, you're a, if you, you two guys want to go get married and then adopt a child, that is completely different to a male, a man and a woman... Getting married, sleeping together, having a child, having a child naturally. That was not Very my different. type. What's that? That was not my type. That was not your type? <laughs> <laughs> which, which, uh, which alphabet is your type? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Q. <laughs> so I don't understand it. Mm. I don't, I, from growing up, it was gay or straight. And then the trans stuff was in there. But now there's queer and then there's this and there's there and there's the people. Like, like, where do you draw the line now? It's exactly. Just, it's gotten, exactly. It's, there's, because apparently LGBT is not just that anymore. It's got like... LGBTQ. LGBTQ the more. queer, right? Because no, no, but it's got a few more after oh, that. It's they've got, added to it. There's, there's, a gender, to it. Yeah. there's one that's called Two-Spirit. I don't know what it is, though. That's the non-binary <laughs> stuff. I don't know. <laughs> so this is the crazy thing, right? Yeah. This is exactly what we're talking about. People saying, no, 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 I'm offended because I'm, I don't identify as a man. I identify as a water bottle. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah, you have to you have to I'm a water bottle, Ellie. And that's it. Okay? Yeah. You can't call me a man. I'm not a man. Okay. And I'm offended if you call me a man. And like that is the I think it's psychopathic to say, yes, you can call yourself that. You ever watch the movie Big Daddy? Mm. You know, when he goes, what do, you, what, do you want to, what do you want to wear today? And he lets him wear whatever he wants. He dresses oh, yeah. up as like a kangaroo. What do you want to call yourself? And he calls himself fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex or some yeah, bullshit, yeah. right? And you see it. How crazy and how stupid that looks, right? His mm. son's walking around pissing himself in a fucking kangaroo yeah, suit, calling himself a crazy name. Now, if you apply that to today and say, oh, well, I identify as this, no worries, because that's how you feel will allow you to identify, I think that's crazy. Because if I'm a dude and I identify as a female, which toilets am I going to use in the yeah, public area? It gets complicated. When it comes it gets to complicated. Yeah. But what have they started to do now? Unisex toilets. Mm. To see how the walls just keep falling over? It's a domino effect, right? So it started at the... We've moved into a different subject altogether, but I think it's important because one of the biggest things, you said it before, a lot of people are lost. And I think when you're lost, and I'm not necessarily saying spiritually or religious, anything like that, but when you're generally lost, you're more open to things. You're, you're more lost, open to try uh, different things. Who you associate things. yourself with as well? You, are the, you become the company uh, you keep. Exactly. So Associate... Association, yeah. No. The, okay, import. Okay. yeah the, the import. The import. <laughs> <He's trying> to <laughs> <sneak>. <laughs> so it, it's it's, but it's crazy. Mate, that it's just getting hot in here. That's it is. Hey, yeah. you know what? It's it's. Um, I think when there's too many, too much testosterone in the same room, it gets. Yeah. Like, I don't know, bro. <laughs> the fans. Oh, I might crank it up a little bit. But um, it's 
it's crazy how we've accepted it to be normal and the people behind it have pushed the narrative so we have to accept it. Mm. And if you don't accept it, you're considered as a bigot. Um, where the traditional way of thinking is almost being laughed at now. Where yeah. if you believe that male, husband, and a, husband and wife get married and have a child... It's like it's a 21st century, get with the times. That's exactly. the answer yeah. to everything. Yeah, to everything. Yeah, yeah. Like I still won't let my son leave the house until he's married. That's how I think still. Because that's how I was raised. Because that's the right. Because why does he need to leave the house? I've got everything here for him. I'm a bit biased when it comes to that because I lived on my own before I got married. Oh, so this is yeah. where, yeah, yeah. See, so so this is what, yeah. So my like my wife and I, we lived together before we got married. Yeah, and yeah. people turn and tell me, hey, how about when your daughter wants to live with her boyfriend? Yeah. And I say, look, I'm not going to be the type to tell her not to. I think I want to, if I can educate my daughter to be as smart as she can be exactly. and do the best I can, yeah. I'd much rather my daughter... Live her with her boyfriend, fiance, whatever it be. Doesn't necessarily have to have a title that I can let her go yeah, yeah, yeah. and live with her husband. I'd like her to iron out all the issues before she gets married, before she gets into a marriage, Correct. before she has kids, then gets divorced. I, like I myself personally, a lot of people I know have come from broken families, and we don't want that for our kids. Definitely, not we don't want that for ourselves. Yeah. So, I am a bit biased when it comes to that. But I see why, right? Yeah, I, I. I Bro, my, I'm my a good upbringing. Bloke. Yeah, no, you're yeah. a legend, bro. My, yeah. I was like, I was fortunate. My upbringing was a little bit different. Like, my parents enforced this. You're not living like my dad would be very. It was very traditional. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you can't sleep at your mate's house till I was like a bit yeah. older. And like, yeah. my dad came around eventually because he became a bit more Aussie, right? But yeah. um, always strict, always strict. Like, yeah, ask my cousin about it, he'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. after. But yeah. sometimes <laughs> being strict is not like when you when you shield. Like, I don't have kids. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I've seen how my parents raised me and my sibling. Were you, do you uh, feel like you were more sheltered? No, 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 that's the thing. Okay. When, when you're more sheltered, you tend to like, you get to a point you where... You want to explore more. Exactly. Oh, that was you me, get, but... You get to a point oh, where okay, like... There you go. That you get that's where the doobies come from. <laughs> <laughs> that was me, bro. Um, that was me. And I've seen, I've realized that as well with the community here. A lot of people are sheltered. When you say sheltered, it's, it's, a, it's a tricky one because as a parent, you want to... You don't want your child to get caught up in this bullshit. Right, so you try and shelter them, but see, it's different when we were getting raised, right? So now your kids—it's a different time. You've got to adapt now. Exactly, but you—you got friends that have got kids. I yeah. got friends that have got kids. There's a good chance they're going to be friends as they get older. Yeah. And if you've got good friends, which we should all have, and their kids are being raised by good people, then the, the chain doesn't get broken, yeah. right? That's yeah. what's very important. The sheltering, bro. I was sort of sheltered to a certain extent, and it actually drew me to go further and further away. But then I actually. Re- as I got older, I grew up pretty quick. Like I was in a lot of jobs, a lot. Of, I got expelled from school, almost got fucking arrested a million times. But when I when I got to an age where I found my calling, I took a step back and I said, "Man, if I didn't have that, I would be a completely different person today." As in, my dad could never, and even if he tried to explain to me why he wouldn't let me do something, it would never make sense ever. Dad, he's sleeping there. Why can't I sleep there? You can't sleep there. You can't sleep there. But does he well, explain why? Well, see, now it makes sense. But at the time, he would have. Yeah. I wouldn't have heard that. I would have just heard, bro, you're a gronk. Let me sleep in my mate's house. Yeah. Right? But when you, when you actually appreciate it, he, because when I slept in my oh, mate's house, what Now that you're to? a dad, yeah. you can understand oh, no. yeah, what yeah. he's talking oh, about. He, my son goes and does that at 16. He's going to get drunk with his mates. I know that. Yeah. But yeah, fucking, you're not going to be able to baby your son for the rest of no, the No, no. Not at know? all, bro. Not at um, all. And, and that's, I think that's something I look forward when I get kids, you know, where... Uh, you, you first you're a, you have to be a role model definitely because you know you, you drink your kids are going to drink yeah you, that's you right. swear your kids are going to swear don't, don't, you can't sit there and say don't swear and you, don't exactly. fucking swear mate yeah. <laughs> doesn't work um, and it goes back to what we spoke about now 
the yeah. C63. Yeah, yeah. And the LGBT community. And it's all how these kids have been raised. Well, they're seeing... They're growing up too quick, bro. Like, I've 100%. got... I've, I know kids... Personally, no kids. 14, 15, they were, were taking Xanax. Fighting the sleep. For what? I'll tell you after. Okay. But they were, they've had a bit of uh, incident happening in their life. Is this prescribed? No, no, no. Off the street. There's a guy who sells, oh, okay. sells like a thing of tabs for like 10 or oh, 20 bucks, wow. right? So they'd eat them, fight the sleep, and then that... That psychosis is what they enjoy, but trying to—they're literally trying to escape whatever demons they're battling, and to the point where one of them come home, um, he was that fucked. He didn't realize he, he bricked the street with cars. Keep sorry, bricked the cars in the street. Just walked into his front door. Police came. They're waking him up the next morning. He couldn't even wake up. He was that out of it. And when I found this, like I know them very very close to me. When I when I heard this, I started to become very concerned. Obviously, because as a kid who at his age, eating that many Xanax, it's not good for their system to begin with, not necessarily their brain, but their organs are going to shut down eventually. He almost ended up in jail for a long time, man. It was very, very bad. But I looked at it and I thought, man, when I was 14, 15, what was I doing? I reckon I fingered a girl by then and I smoked a few ciggies and I probably had some beer. That's I was on LimeWire downloading yeah. music. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have sexual relations with that woman. Remember that? <laughs> you go and download a clip or something. But trying to find a free antivirus. Yeah. <laughs> so when I was that age, none of these things existed. Facebook, I didn't even think MySpace was around until I was like 16. So I, all the pressures these kids are facing now, particularly the brand, the brand um, push on branding, all the, all the labels, that's a big one too, man. That's a real big one because that's creating another false sense of this, oh, I need to look like this, I need to have that. And our kids are growing up very different to how we grew up. That's why I'm trying to emulate how I grew up yeah. because I don't... It's hard. We need to adapt, but we need to... We, we do. The we way do. we grew up, we need to adapt to the time that we're growing up in now or raising bro. our kids in. Yeah, 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 100%. But at the same time, I, look, this is just my way, of, I, way I like to do it. I still employ the traditional methods of raising my kid. Like I want him to grow up in that, have that sense of pride about where he's from that's yeah. the first one but the culture anyway the culture is a big one bro because a lot of a lot of we're second generation we're right? losing it we're losing it really quick yeah. that's what we're talking about on the way here bro I'm glad, I can't believe I'm goosebumps. I always get goosebumps when the shit hits me but I speak about this a lot because I've realised as a society right so you've got first generation Lebos the parents then they have their kids which yeah. is us and then if we marry Lebos beautiful even if we don't it doesn't matter but what's going to happen is because we don't speak as well as our parents do we don't have the same cultural experience as mm. our parents do there's already a, a, a gap there. Well, that's what we're talking about. So growing up, I only spoke Arabic at home. And no now, way. now I only speak English at home. You see, I was so only English. It. I'm trying to teach my son, I'm trying to teach him Arabic now. And you and I were talking about this, about trying to send them to a yeah, yeah. Lebanese-speaking school. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to, try to keep that culture keep the co- Bro, keep that embedded because that yeah. is, culture is really, when you've got family and you've got culture. Mm. And that's how you know who you are. I'm a Baysari. I'm Lebanese. This is who I am. I'm not changing it. I can't change it. I'm accepting it. I'm I'm actually gonna embrace it, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna love my life. And that's what we all should be telling our kids because uh, uh, yeah. unless you're not from the menu, then you're good. <laughs> if you're from the menu, you're from the menu. <laughs> forget about tradition. Change right? it up, cause you're not from the menu. Maybe change it to like Batroun or somewhere a bit nicer. But watch, if you're from, watch all the menu. I like oh this video. <laughs> my mate, um, I've got a lot of mates from the menu. I think my mum's. Dad, my mum's mum might be from the minion. Yeah, I think she might. There might be somewhere there. I don't like to talk about it, but it's now it's it's out. But um, that's a quarter of me that I try and remove at all costs. But no, they're cool people, bro. <laughs> no, 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 I know. Like I've, I know, I've bro, got I'm, sh- I'm joking. Them, I know. 
It's just funny because I have a lot of friends too, and we always joke about the union. It's just, it's yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's funny, but no, we we are, but we're losing. It's just because we're in Australia, you know. We're losing. We're not losing, but we don't want to lose that cultural aspect of who we are. Um, but we're kind of rebranding it here too, like we said before, because oh, the Lebos from Lebo- Lebanon are not like us. Definitely, but why do we're you think different. I want my son to speak Arabic? Yeah, I don't want him to learn that C sixty three is good. I don't want him to learn that. You just have to be a builder. No offense yeah. to you, boys. <laughs> but, but genuinely, bro, because the, the stigma is, you know, what do you do? I'm a builder, right? Fuck, let's just call it what it is. Most Lebos are in construction. Yeah. I'm the odd one that got but into 90% finance. 90% of them are cleaning sites. Well, there you go. Well, fuck, so. <laughs> but in tra- traditionally, Lebos, we're, we're inclined to just go into construction, right? Yeah. I did it at school. Funny enough, I actually started my builder's license at school. I was two years into the course, and I had a brain fart. After school, went to tape doing the building. I had a brain fart. I'm like, bro, I, can't, I don't want to do this. I don't like to do this. And at the time, my cousin had just started his company and he was looked like he'd aged 30 years in like one year. <laughs> I'm like, and he's always talking about chasing money and he was always owed money. I'm like, this just sounds like it's fucked. I don't want to do it. And I only wanted to do it because of who I was around. <laughs> my cousins, my family, this, you know, all the people. Oh, yeah, building, building. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a builder, man. No problem. But it wasn't for me. Yeah. So the, the, I think for, for, for the kids, man, Exposing them to the, the real, uh, what's the word? The substance in life, what's important. Mm. I can't wait to take my, my boy back to Lebanon. That's life-changing. Have you, you got, obviously, you, you're I was from born there. In, I was born in Lebanon too. Yeah, so you, have you guys been back since you've I've been, been back a few times, not in my older years. Yeah. But um, I was there last year, I think, yeah. Oh, yeah? Um, uh, we, well, the bomb was this year. The bombing yeah, was this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I... Was, um, that was a blast, bro. <laughs> 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 oh, that corny joke. That's a fucking dad joke, bro. Right there. With, so a, you bit, know with a bit of spice on For it. everyone to know, this guy loves Lebanon and he's still cracking jokes. Yeah, just, so, just so people don't take offense to all his other shit. Bro, and that, you know, when that happened, that rocked me, man. I, yeah. I was calling everyone. I was freaking out. I was upset. I was, I was really, hurt. I was so angry at the government mm. that fuck those fuckwits that didn't, they know how to protect their own people. Yeah. They have one job. Give your people fucking resources and look after them. But the resources that were donated to Lebanon were getting stolen. Because, you know, I put yeah, like money... Yeah, like we all done Everybody done it. Yeah, but I don't know where it went. Y'all, who knows where hey, it you went, you done a, a page? Yeah. Well, that, that's, like, that's something, like, I was very, very happy with. What, raised, like, $23,000, $24,000. Wow, that's big, bro. Yeah. That's huge. It was amazing. That's it really amazing. good. My mates organized a couple of containers, so we just bought all this stuff and, and put it in. I'm going, man, how do you, how you know this is going to get to him? He goes, we've got someone in the port. I got the port that just got blown up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, go, all right. It's just like, it, it blew my mind, bro. No pun intended. But the, um, <laughs> the, that, that rocked me to my core, man, because I have a special love for Lebanon. I'm born here. But, bro, it, it does something. When you go there, it grabs you by the heart and you just can't, you can't change that, that feeling. It's, it's, you know, it's your, you go to a foreign country, but you're local. It's weird. Yeah. You're seeing people that look like you, speak beautiful, like you. It's, beautiful. it's just, it's one of the fucking most beautiful places on earth. And when it happened, for it really... For the first three weeks. <laughs> for the first three weeks, eh? 100%. Right. And then you start getting over it and you're like, yeah. oh, fuck. You're in the and I was driving in there, bro. I drove in Lebanon. I love driving in Lebanon. I live yes. to drive in Lebanon. It's like driving in Greenacre, but like yeah, times definitely. 10. But you're allowed to hit people. It's different. Yeah, yeah, Greenacre, yeah. they get yeah. out. Lebanon, I actually had a hit in Lebanon. People that can't see the camera, I was driving on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> One guy was going like this and I was going like this and we met in the middle and like smacked each other like that. 
I got out of the car. I was, had a rental car. I got out of the car. looked at his car. I promise you, it looked like it had gone through World War Three. <laughs> the whole fucking side was already smashed. I looked at it. I looked at him. Yalla, man. Don't worry. Go in the car. <laughs> I get to the, to the return, the rental place. And I've heard stories they nick you there if you if you no, they'll hit you with the malice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll, <laughs> it like they yeah. smash you on us. So I was fucking worried. I was so worried. I actually went and bought toothpaste. Tried to, I got some of the marks out. The guy comes, he's looking at the car, he goes, Shuhayde, Shuhayde. Oh my god. He goes and calls the bloke, like his inspector. And I started getting really worried, yeah, because I'm I'm there with my wife <laughs> and I was on, a, on my honeymoon. Like uh, uh, he was uh, back into my honeymoon. And my dad's cousin and organizer, he wasn't with me. I'm like, fuck, I don't know this guy. He's looking at me, he goes, yeah, yeah, the guy comes, he's got his measuring tape, right? I promise you, full on. He's a bloke, just a shagili from the back. He comes, he comes. He's a click, uh, click in dollar. <laughs> what? $30 I for the paper said, done. I thought he said, click me. Yeah. I said, click in dollar. My cousin, <laughs> take, take my money, bro. <laughs> take it. Take it, take it. But the, the, the one thing I will never, ever, ever, ever forget about Lebanon, no matter when you go, whenever you go, the people are always happy. Yeah. They are always happy, especially to see an Australian, because I know you got money, yeah. and I know you're coming to spend, and you're here for a good time, but they, they are genuinely beautiful people. And I would love for that to be, to be here, man, and to change the dynamic of the Lebos to the real Lebos of who we are, bro. We're, we're not. No, bro. I've realized that as well. With, like, I was sat down once, and I'm thinking, why, why are Lebos here different? And then I've, like, Lebos who came 20, 30 years ago, Speaking of Minnawi, for example, yeah. people in Lebanon, Minnawi and Lebanon, they don't even talk like that anymore. Yeah. When you come 30, 40, you came 30, 40 years ago, and then your, your kids were raised based on what you know 30, yeah. 40 years yeah, ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, your kids are going to come up like that. You know, it's very true. It's true, but we, it's, it's very old school. It's very like, um, it's not updated. Well, so it's very true, bro. It's very true, but what doesn't help us? is when the police introduced the Middle Eastern Organised Crime Unit mm. and they've got Miok on the side of their cars driving around looking for Lebos. That, that sort of creates a bit more of a problem at the same time. We haven't, made, we haven't done ourselves any favours, but at the same time, we now have a finger, a target on us, so, so to speak. Bro, I'm Lebanese, yeah? I've been pulled over multiple times. Yeah. It's the way you approach everything. It doesn't, it's not just cops, bro. It's so the way true. you talk to them. It's, so Like, if true. you're going to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, what guys... Obviously, he's going he's gonna to be like, all right, you're going to talk to me like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget it. I'm hey. going to look at everything in your car. I've got to tell you. I've got a, my, my, my car is like heavily tinted. Yeah. I've got illegal tires on it, like sticking your bulletproof out. bulletproof glass, huh? <laughs> bulletproof glass. <laughs> <laughs> like I've got so many defects in my car, but then I sit there and be like, yeah, no problem. Here's my license. I do apologize. Thank you. Very not polite. Once, not once I had a problem with a cop. Like, me either. I had one yesterday, but I got pulled over. I've got to tell you this. It actually happened yesterday. On the M4 coming to work, I'm a bit late. Mm. I'm in the right lane. I, I drive like I'm in Lebanon still sometimes. <laughs> I'm in the right lane. This guy's sitting there doing 80. So I'm going to flash him and yeah, try and... Get on the high beams. Like, fuck, yeah. Off. So I go around him and just go in front of that indicator, right? Hits the fucking lights. It's an oh, SS cop. <laughs> undercover cop, right? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Pulls me over. Why are you speeding? Got your license. Yep, yep. I said, mate... I'm speeding, I'm late for work, I'm really sorry. I said, but mate, you were sitting in the right lane doing 80 clicks. Because yeah. mate, whose job is that to tell who's in the right lane or not? I said, do you know what? As soon as he, <laughs> he, got, he got defense, I said, bro, you're right. I said, no problem. He goes, what, what would you like to lose? Do you want your license, Ben? I said, yeah. He goes, would you like to lose it for uh, reckless driving, indicating no, uh, changing lanes in the indicator, uh, speeding? I'm like, mate, look, you're right, man. I was driving like a dick and I'm really sorry. 
Takes my license, go to the, goes to the car. He's gone five minutes, comes back. He goes, how many demerit points you lost? I said, I think I've only lost two. I've got 11 points left. He goes, mate, today is your lucky day. My system's down. I'm going to go back to the station and check your license details. If you're telling the truth, you won't get a fine. System's down my ass. Bro, they do that all the time. But you know what? I genuinely, how do I reacted and kept going? Go, fuck yeah. And he actually got out of the car on the M4 without a high-vis on and it was raining peak hour traffic. So mm. in my head, I'm like, you know what? You're going to cop it today, bro. You know, Nick, me, I'm going to nick you too. Yeah, tonight. <laughs> oh, brother, you're going to have a mugger sandwich. To be, yeah. And then I completely changed my tone. I realized, yeah, Ben, you were driving like a fuckwit. You're not in Beirut anymore. Yeah. You, it's silver water. You're trying to go to work. You're in the wrong. Just cop it on the chin. Whatever happens, it's your fault. When this happened? Yesterday? Yesterday. Um, yesterday morning. Next Wednesday, you're going to call me and say, this can't send me a fucking flight <laughs> in the mail. But you know what? If he does, like, fuck it. It is, it is what it is. But you're right. When you change your tone, and I've got a decent... My record's okay. I haven't really had bro, any issues. No one likes... Bro, look, I, I respect everyone, but not many people like the cops, obviously, because it's not like an ambulance or a fire brigade. Yeah. It's trying to help you. But you know, you know the what? cops... I don't mind, but- Cops are tops, just highway patrol. They don't. No, no, you know what? But think- you gotta be smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. always. Thank bro. you. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you oh, losing? You're no, the one who's like, you're gonna pull your phone out. You know, deep down, you, it's gonna go downhill. For Look, me. police are humans enforcing the law. They are not enforcing the law. They are not dictating the law. They're enforcing the law. It's their job. Correct. 100%. I guarantee you, out of a hundred cops, you're going to get a couple of rotten eggs that are just fuckwits. And yeah. we, that, that remember that guy in the area? What was his name Murphy? Murphy oh, yeah. that Raptor Thirteen. Oh. Yeah, I wait, I was hoping to get pulled over by him. I just wanted to, just so I could have a go at him. I just wanted to, like, he's just a but racer. You can't win. You can't. You can't win with him now. He's in posi- position of power. Exactly. But he's been. I think he's, he got the. He got after. yeah, whatever. But the he was talking. But it was look. At the same time. You're going to get a couple of rotten eggs like that. But the bulk of police are just trying to do their job now. <clears throat> A lot of people don't ever really think like this, but I hope everybody starts to think like this, especially with law enforcement. I'm not the, I'm not a fucking, I don't hate cops, but I don't have, I'm not going to go invite them to my house for coffee. But yeah. at the same time, they are doing a job, right? 100%. They wake up in the morning for 65, 70 grand, whatever the fuck it is. It's not a lot of money to go and put their life on the line for people that don't know. That is a crazy fucking thought. Like imagine you got up for hey, 70 grand a you year, know, you kissed too. your wife and kids goodbye. Sorry, kissed your wife and said, "I love you. I might not see you when I get home." I'm going to go and protect the fucking people. Yeah, that but in saying that, just to let you know that construction is probably about 100 times more dangerous. Yeah. Like, we have 100 times more <laughs> yeah. deaths no, on no, the no, job yeah, than yeah, what yeah. they do. 100%. Just so 100%. everybody out there knows. Look, in Australia, God, God, God bless this country. We're so fortunate. We don't have to deal with half the shit, like, for example, the US has to deal with. But still, as a cop, bro, you get a call, uh, domestic violence, yeah. that could turn into bloodshed in a heartbeat. Hey, with all the drugs that's going around, like ice and everything now, bro. you can't even handle these people that are on their drugs. You know... But then have you ever walked on a scaffold that was built by a lebo? <laughs> <laughs> it's like walking on, just being on drugs walking, right? I, like, I, I met a, I got a guy, an old friend of mine, he just started a new arm of his business. It's a meth testing business, right? So he goes to your house. If you want to buy a house or rent a house, he'll test it for meth. If there's a residue from people cooking meth in the house. It's very, very bad, like all the chemicals and stuff. It's a business. Is there a market for that? Like, Cause Is there a market? I heard about this product six months ago on the radio, 2GB, or even longer. But would it stop you from buying a house if it was cooked in there? Is I don't it know. because it's, it's going to end up in your system? I don't or know. Well, deal with I it? think so the residue in the house, <laughs> yeah. is if you've got kids and they're touching the walls and hands in their mouth, it's the chemicals of, okay. they're using very high toxic chemicals for making It's like cigarette smoke on your clothes and your 100%. kids, it affects your kids. Oh, this would probably work. Or curry. Or curry. <laughs> <Bro. laughs> I, worked, I worked in houses. Yeah, yeah. I got an apartment that I leased to, um, to Indian. Well, they're not, they're not now, but mate, 
I had to spend a lot of time getting the smell out. But it's just... As bad as meth. Exactly. <laughs> you probably get him in there to fix it, right? But, but the meth test, like, it's actually... This is a thing it, now. I heard about it a few months back. I can't remember how long ago. It was on 873. And the guy was saying... He was like the first company that do it, that was doing it. He was saying 60% or 50% of the houses he was testing were showing positive signs of methamphetamines. Where's this guy? In Claymore or something? I don't know. Probably in, yeah, probably in Bidwell? fucking Bidwell and oh. uh, Blackhead and all those areas. But even still, right, there's a business now for meth to check wow. your house. But... Australians in 2018 spent $1 billion on methamphetamine. That's what the feds were able to report on. A billion dollars on methamphetamine. Right. You ever see the big shipments of meth getting shut down, big, big, big organizations getting stopped? It's, it's so easy to make. I say easy. What about all the ones getting through? We only see what gets caught, right? Yeah. You see him putting him in an excavator bucket. You see him... They yeah, use like liquid now. The other day they said they had like 498 kilos of MDMA and I'm thinking where the other two yeah. kilos go. <laughs> Who's going to send 498, yeah? <laughs> Who's going to... Because you're sending 500 kilos, brother. You're sending Someone's taking kilos. another two kilos. a little cut off the back. Yeah, because yeah. I've got New Year's coming up, you know? <laughs> but yeah, we have a huge... That's a big one. They catch this, they catch a lot of it, but they miss a lot too. Yeah. And now they get the drug dealers are getting smarter where they're getting... Co- so I heard about this in America... They're crossing the border from Mexico to the US. The, the, the old, those trucks that they drive, they'll have a, a tank on the back, a diesel tank. They'll actually put the, the liquid cocaine with the diesel. When they get out, they separate it. They mix it with water or something, separate it, extract it, boom, there's your cocaine. So the cop's going to lift up the tank, even if he opens it, he's not going to see, he's just going to smell, yep, it smells like petrol. Well, cool, on you go. They're becoming very sophisticated. But the ice, especially in. That's um, a, if anything, we should be calling an ice a pandemic. Oh, that's the pandemic, because bro. Because ice is... It's huge. It's a poisonous. I don't even it's think it's a drug. It's a poison. Disgusting. The thing it does to people in Australia, especially, man, is it's crazy. It's out of this world. The way people act on it, the way people behave on it, it's not a drug. It's a poison. It's killing people. Have you met someone that's taken Do you know anyone that's no, had it? No, I don't know. I'm fortunate to meet someone. One of my very good mates when he was younger had, had a pretty fucked up uh, teenage couple of years. And um, he tried it once. And he said to me, Ben, it was like, it was like uh, the devil was using my body like I was the devil he's like all I thought about was bad shit he, he kept what was he saying he felt like he was just constantly awake he couldn't sleep he was crazy he wanted to just fucking he was in like in this state of like, like is this that. from the first time he tried it first time one time he never touched it again after that and it was like one of those things all the boys are doing it like hit it right sort of thing um, he goes bro like he scared him he scared him and like I've done over the years some drugs with him and he, that scared him and for him to say that I realised that um, it's it's quite a serious drug, bro. And and people having kids in the houses and then using it with kids. And but this this is the real pandemic. You're right. Yeah, there was a guy on Two GB the other day talking about how his son got on it and he got really emotional. He said, "We need to stop calling this thing a drug. It's a poison because what it's done to my son, it's turned him into a different person. Yeah, like yeah. people take drugs recreationally. People take drugs to rehabilitate themselves. People take drugs. You know, there's there's prescription Correct, drugs. Yeah. He got so upset and he actually started crying on air when he was talking to Ray Hadley and he's saying, this isn't, it's not a drug. We need to stop calling it that. It's a poison because of what it's doing to people and it's so accessible now. Everybody gets it. It is, bro. You know, I I always talk about this. I think they need to treat drugs, especially like ICE, as a uh, health issue, no longer a criminal issue. Like we need to apply funding from the health department to fix it because people are going on it and, and jail isn't how you get off it. Like, yeah, are yeah. people going to Marquee and having a smoke of ice in the toilet? Do people no, like? I don't go. I haven't gone clubbing in. No, I'm just years, saying. Like, do people use it as a recreational drug, or do they, they use it? I, I, I think they do coke. They do coke. They'll do G, that's, MDMA. That's where you're trying to split it yeah. from being I, a recreational ice, drug. Ice. Um, 
Bro, I feel like ice is just for those people that have got some dark, dark shit in their lives, you know? Like, they're dealing with some real dark shit. Like, because I don't know, it's sort of, from what I've heard and what I understand of it, it makes you, you become a different person out of it. It changes you. You look different, you speak different, yeah. you act different, everything changes. And like, there's a, there was a video in the area of this Lebo guy who's on it. Have you seen it? Yeah, I let... That guy comes to us and he goes, you got cigarettes, cigarettes, yeah. Like, it's, it's fucking scary, bro. It's sad. It's very it's sad. very sad. Like, I'm not going to lie, I laughed at it because I like a bit of humour, but then you're not going to keep... But he's obviously in... He's in need. He's in need, Coming from me, <laughs> but he's not in there, like... He's not awake, he's not... Nah, it's, 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 he's not himself, bro. And then, you, have you ever seen um, when people get off ice? No, I don't know. How their body, their faces change? It's, you see when people use ice, it's like their face has been sucked back. It's like, like, they're like it's like someone's tired, their, their back of their head, it's weird, bro. It's real fucking weird, and they get all these scabs, and they've... Oh, you can imagine they're not eating. Nah, no, 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 because they're up for three days on it. Yeah. I think one point of ice is three days of... Up or two days Being up. awake. Yeah, I think it's that. I think I don't know. It's a crazy. Like, I don't know how. To, I think with cocaine you buy a gram. With uh, ketamine you buy a gram. With ice you buy a point, point of a gram. Like, wow. Because you don't need that much. It's such a potent drug. That's what's scary. And then now the 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 G. I don't know GHB. I think it was called liquid fucking. Mm. That's that's pretty popular too. So we're we're as a society we like ingesting harmful chemicals. But we just like to get fucked up. Temporary high. We like to get fucked up. We're allowed to drink. That's why we go and belt ourselves, right? That's why we have all these laws about drinking because we don't know how to control ourselves. That's the truth. They have to impose all these fucking laws about shots after 12 because we're all idiots. We, we go out on the loose. We go and cause mayhem. We get a couple of drinks into us and we become psychopaths. The ice and all these other drugs, man, it's not helping the cause, but we're, we're conditioning our, our people, our society... Um, particularly in the east bro cocaine it's a white collar drug it's more accepted right, but it will, I don't think it will ever get any better from here because it could people are being someone someone is obviously being fed oh bro 100% someone's lying in their pockets for sure um, and imagine you sitting on your ass doing nothing making millions of dollars well if I'm the government and I want to make I want to switch who's making the million to me just legalise it Legalize it, tax it, and then regulate it. If you could that, regulate, that's less money for them. It's, it's not, it's not to their pocket. It's like it's like doing a cash job, yeah, and doing yeah. a job with GST. It's like Correct. kickbacks for them. It is, but so what? What they have to realize it's is the after the aftershock, right? The ten years, fifteen years down the track, mm. when all these thousands and thousands of people that are young using ice for years and years and years, what's going to happen to our economy in ten years' time from here? And I'm not one to legal. I, like I don't think legalizing ice is how you fix the problem, but. Ice in particular, exclude cocaine, exclude marijuana, exclude everything but ice for this conversation. It's not even heroin, bro. Heroin's not even that bad anymore as ice. Just talk about ice. They need to do something that will break down the, the, the drug dealer's ability to, to produce it. And they need to produce a clearer, cleaner form of it so they can start getting people off it. That's literally how you have to do bro, it. It's crazy. Anything that you do more than you should is a drug it's bad of course. for you. Cocaine, it could be cocaine, coffee, cigarettes. Weed, cigarettes, yeah. obesity. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. Meth maybe is a short term thing, but I think I think the the I just see how bad it's getting and how yeah, common yeah, it is. 100%. And I think the more they keep uh, trying to outlaw it, it's not going to change people's perception of it because no. people will happily keep doing Psychologically. it. Psychologically, yeah. But if the government said if you get caught with ice, you have to go to a rehabilitation program, as in replace the rehab for jail, replace jail for rehab, right? Yeah. Costs to the economy pretty much the same, or maybe a little bit more. But they're going into a facility 
that is specifically trying to change their behavior, not take them off drugs. They're mending it. They're not punishing Correct. They're going to the source of the problem. They're not just saying, well, here, you fucked up. Go to jail. Here, you fucked up. Go to jail. Get to the core issue. Go right in. What? Lebanon, if they catch you with a bit of weed, bro, you rot in jail with oh the killers. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? Oh, I almost got done once in Lebanon with weed. Wow. I thought you just paid like $30. No, no, no. And get oh, if, you know, if you know people, it's different. I'm from Baalbek. Are you from Baalbek? <laughs> oh, what a place, bro. <laughs> well, the mountains. I went through. Like, I, I went on the quads. We were doing the tour of the Aras, and then we get down to... Ayun uh, Agrush? Is that what it's called? What's that place called? Oh, I don't know. It's near Baalbek, but where all the weed is, all the hashish grows. I'm on the quad. I'm like, yeah. 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 It's normal. Dude. Where are we, man? It's but, crazy. But they only sell it. They don't smoke. It. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. But they, they have to. That's how they maintain income, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. If you get caught with it there, you're fucked. Good luck, mate. See you later. Um, but fuck, Lebanon. Just to show you I how believe, the politics. I can't believe how dumb. That's so dumb. Everything is. They, they will siphon money out of their economy. If you get caught with weed, you go to jail for a lot. It's like literally, you do big time in there for weed. It's fucking mental. It's the most corrupt country known to mankind. Mm. But look. I think with, with ICE, if we were able to find a solution that gets to the behavioural issue, not the drug use issue, because that drug use issue is never going to go anywhere. Yeah. Our behaviour as society, as humans, is changing. It's getting worse. So government needs to stop that somehow. That's, that's I think, the only way, bro, because it's... Look at the years. Look at the trend. Go back five years ago. Look how much worse it is. It's fucked. Everyone's like, when on, did ICE become cool? Because it's everyone does it now. I don't know. If I it, think it's more coke, bro. Like I don't know if we're talking our community. Our community, ice isn't that big. Yeah, like it's know, more so cocaine coke. is more Cocaine big. is huge yeah. in, uh, in our community. and I don't think much people in Lebanon even on meth. I, I don't think I can recall. I didn't even know meth existed. Like when I came here and yeah. like I was exposed to the page and everything, all I knew was coke and weed. And then G yeah. and, and MDMA and yeah. pills. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. there's more, bro. There's more. I'm going to pop two neurofins and there's I'm going to get a bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there's a lot more. But the, the um, ice, it's doing real problems. And a lot of people I've spoken to that have had run-ins with people on ice. Well, a lot of my mates used to be security guards in Bondi and all this stuff. And they'll tell you stories. They get into fights with ice, cheap, ice junkies. So you never get in a fight with And they with hit them ice. and they don't drop. They don't feel anything. They get up. They feel it. So it's, there's a lot of other problems, not just, yeah. not just domestically, but it's really it would have hurt the economy because you've got to spend more money with police to police it because it's growing faster sure. than we can keep up with. Um, so I don't know the silver bullet for ice, bro. It's, it's, uh, it's a behavioral do, thing. Do more meth, less meth. Do, do less meth. I reckon people should. I reckon they should replace ice with weed. That's what I think would fix the problem. That's just my just thought. Replace it with water, bro. With water, yeah, I love water too. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Ben is like an advocate for weed. Because look, I got to. I'll talk to you about weed real quick, right? My, I grew up, didn't touch weed, didn't do any drugs, nothing. I tried weed when I was at school, didn't do anything for me. I did weed when I was older. It fucked me up a little bit. I was hanging out with the wrong people. I started just becoming a bit lazy, and then I got off it for ages. And then I made a conscious decision as I got older because I didn't want to drink anymore, bro. Because, fuck, you know, the circle, everyone drinks. Yeah. Heavy, heavy, yeah. bro, heavy. Like, oh, my cousin will drink a bottle in front of me. I'm like, fuck, oh, that's yeah. how I used to drink. Yeah. Bad. And I, I, I didn't, I stopped enjoying going out because I wanted to get married, right? So I'm like, okay, I want to stop going clubbing. I want to stop drinking. But I still want to have some fun. I like it. I enjoy it. So it was a conscious decision. My parents actually busted me just before I got married. They found my stash in my room. <laughs> And I had to sit my parents down, old school lebos, and explain to them why I smoke weed. And funny enough, they actually accepted it. They weren't. I, I explained it in a in a smart way. It wasn't like, oh, I want to get high 
It's like, yeah. well, alcohol's no, worse for you. Hashish. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. Like hashish, <laughs> but it's, mum. I don't want to. I don't want to drink anymore. I don't. I don't. I stopped smoking cigarettes because I was using weed, right? Mm. So it was a more of a conscious decision more than anything. And I just enjoyed the fact that now I'm at a point in my life where I don't want to party. I want to just chill. And right, Friday night, have a couple of beers, have a joint, have a barbecue, go home. Nothing. No, no one gets impacted. I'm not going to kill some guy on the road because I'm psychotically losing my mind. I'm not going to go home and bash my wife. I'm not going to go home and do it. It's more of a personal opinion at this stage. 100%. And I'm not sitting here saying everyone needs to start smoking weed. Yeah. But another part of it, which is CBD, I'm a very big advocate of CBD. What is CBD? Everyone talks about it. CBD is just another part of weed that hasn't got any THC. So THC is what's with the psych, the psychotic part that gets you high and gets is you hungry that and all that stuff. More medical CBD. It's more medical. So I take it for anxiety, for stress, for sleep. Um, your body. How do you take it? Under your tongue. Oh, One like, mil drop. Oh, the drop under your tongue. Yeah, yeah. I, and I it's know that then. it's um it's got no high. Uh, you can drink the whole body when you go high. It's got. And nothing is that legal? That stuff. <sighs> Is it legal? Does it fall under medicinal? It doesn't fall under medicinal marijuana, no. It's mm. a separate separate side of so can marijuana. Can you buy it from a shop? No. Okay, so that's not legal. It's, it is, but it isn't. I don't know what it is uh, because it's not you – you can buy hemp seed oil from Woolies, but you can't buy CBD oil. So CBD and hemp are two different things. What's CBD stand for? Can, a cannabino, cannabino, Something. It's got cannabinoid. A cannabinoid. Okay, so Import in you is But we, we have cannabinoid receptors in our body already. Like I believe it's babies um, become attached to the breast milk because breast milk has cannabinoids in it. So our bodies have it in us already, right? So there's a few things. My choice on weed was a very logical decision. First of all, I didn't really find much about in the religious side of things where it's sort of condemned like wine is condemned quite heavily a lot of other things are but wine wine drinking like wine's in, condemned but like, Jesus turned the water no no but he, like to be consumed by wine okay. is how they, the terminology it's condemned so it's, if it's done to get drunk correct so then weed's weird because you, you get you smoke to get high but then it's not like I you're drunk I think it comes and we said you know we said we're not we're not going to go near religion yeah but oh, that's true. We said it. We've been talking about it for pretty <laughs> but much. But it does it does go under not harming your body. Yeah, yeah. You know, Correct. At the end of the day, it's not. But then know. here's the here's the tricky thing, right? There's some people that there's a lot of studies to show that it doesn't harm you, bro. The the, the Coke Zeros I get every every day because that's the worst for you, bro. Straight out, fake sugar. You may as well just have real sugar, right? My business partner so lives off it. Coke no sugar. He goes Coke no sugar. I'm <laughs> like, man, because like, why do you drink it? I'm like, bro, just drink normal. You're you're just swapping real sugar with fake sugar. Yeah. How can that be better for you? And he's like. I just like the taste. I'm like, but bro, you're just having fake sugar. Just have the real shit, but just reduce it. I don't know. That's but with with weed, you can call it for anything, obesity, anything, any exactly. form of abuse. It really depends on how and when you use it and what you're using it for. Right? I'm not taking it because I need to escape from reality and because life's too hard. It's genuinely not that. It's like end of the day, I've got a fucking busy day. My boys asleep. My wife's making dinner. I'm happy. I have a little smoke and I'm good. Chill out. Yeah, it's not. It's not for anything else. It's not to. It's just specifically for that. And I find comfort in that. But the CBD also almost acts in the same capacity, but it just doesn't give you a high. Um, that's where I really like the CBD. So, bro, it's, it's – um, for me, I suffered from – I still do from anxiety, stress. Like I've – it's been built over years, man. And that's the other thing. I'm very open to talk about it because no one really talks about it. I always openly talk. It was from a previous job. Fucked me right up. My guts – I became lactose intolerant because of stress. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy, bro. Very – it was a big uh, wake-up call for me. Because you know when you get nervous and you get the butterflies? Yeah. It's good that you're vocal about it because it gives the other guys the, the chance Bro, to anyone that is suffering, anyone that feels like when they worry a lot, 
And I start, like, I get goosebumps. Look. Yeah, you get sick in the stomach. Yeah, you when start you're getting over. worried. And, and that's anxiety. And yeah. Apparently, there's a thing in your stomach called a venous vein that has its own brain, which is how you start thinking, and your brain starts reacting with your stomach. I have to look. Don't quote me on that. Some sort of vein in your in your stomach. Um, but I, I was strung out on my job, man. I was. It was like, it was basically what it was. Was it was making me question my moral belief. I had to change. I had to literally turn my back on my team with my, my guys that I work with. And they wanted me to lie to them and I couldn't bring myself to do it. And I was killing myself trying to figure out how to be honest. And all I had to do was just tell them the truth, which I ended up mm. doing. But it's a lot more complicated than it sounds. But I suffered from it for – I still do, man. It's, you, you sometimes have these days and you just don't feel like getting out of bed. You don't feel like doing anything. You don't want to train. You don't want to exercise. You feel like – you just feel flat. That happens to me all the time, bro. Fucking most days. But where I've been able to break down what's going on is to realize that their thoughts – the CBD helps, but the biggest thing is my driver, which is my family. Yeah. If I don't work, cousin, no one's the rent's not the fucking mortgage, the rents aren't getting paid, the bills aren't getting paid. My son's going to end up on the street if I don't get off my ass. So I have to. You, you got to find the balance, right? Because then you can push yourself too hard that way. You got to find your motivation. Correct. So. Correct. I actually just started BJJ, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking about. I was sitting on it for ages, bro. Sitting on it for ages. Sitting on it for ages. I said, "Fuck it, I'm going." Signed up, and I went. And it was a big fear. Like you're just random people. You've got a bloke breathing on you, sweating on you. It's a fucking new feeling, new experience. Coronavirus. Yeah, well, I'm, um, that's, oh, that's the last thing I'm worried safe. about straight up. Right? <laughs> I'm, the last thing I'm worried about is coronavirus right now. Straight the fuck out. Let's not go there, actually. Please not. I'd, Let's just talk about the 5G. Now nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 5G is because of coronavirus. Nah. Right, um, I wish we had 5G. No, My phone is always on 3G. Bro, I, I, um, yeah, we're going to be at 6G before we know it. Anyways, um, but BJJ was stepping out of my comfort zone. And it's helped. Actually, one hour completely changed my perspective on things. I'm dying to go back. I'm going back tomorrow. I can't wait to go back tomorrow because it was a fear that I faced. And although it's not a big deal, but for people that are suffering from things, all I'm trying to say is if you're feeling flat, if you're feeling like you can't, like the gym's boring or you're not getting any, any sort of um, – any new sort of mm. burst into your life, go and do something like that. Go and rock right. climb or fucking hike. Psychologically, or... it's proven that high intensity training yeah. does release some sort of anxieties and and definitely and stress out of your bro. Uh, my, you know how sore I am because this guy like he's you're trying to he's just trying to make you stop breathing. Yeah. So you're trying to fight that. Um, it's very it's a big challenge, and I and I I love it. I can't wait to go back. The other thing I do is hike a lot, man. In nature, trees. Oxygen, no cars, no phone. You're just breathing and walking. It is fucking amazing. Get a mate for people that, that want are thinking about it. Get a friend. Pick a fucking. There's an app you can download called Wild Walks. Pick a location and go. Hey, I've got a mad new book. It's about um, all hidden tracks at the Lost Mount uh, in the Blue Mountains. No it's called way. Lost Mountains. Group. No way. Follow them on Instagram. They're sick. Lost, Mount- I'm do it Lost right Mountains. Lost okay. Mountains. They're cracker. I, I, They've um, got a guide book that they released. Yep. Um, and it. Takes you to all different like watering holes, different tracks. Are they are they actually tracks that have been created? Yeah, yeah, they're tracks that have been created. These are they're all like local kids. Do you that, hike? Nah, fuck. That. I don't hike. I'll just drive bro, to wherever I need to go. Bro, uh, I think we chase invoices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> a hike. hike. You're hiking to the invoice. Yeah. <laughs> now it's very therapeutic. I, mm. I like. I'm not. I can't stress it. It's so good because a lot of people won't think of that as being a good form of exercise. But you pick a medium to hard course, and you're doing this up and down a mountain back. You got to go up it and then go down, or down it and then go up it. You're done by the end of it. It fucks you up, but it's a very beautiful experience. It's a good release for you too. Yeah, bro. And you end up you, if your walk is to the end of a waterfall, and you jump in at the end, you're sweating. You jump yeah. in the water, you swim. You're like, bro, 
wow, it's it's you're not looking at the same four walls, the same screen, the same Lebos, the same car. You just change it up. Same with page. No, 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 I think Lebos are great. No, but <clears throat> if 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 people, I think I, I love talking about mental health, and I think one of the biggest uh, things that helped me was just trying trying new shit. You know, mm. BJJ, hiking. Gym is great. I love training. I love lifting iron and, and actually burning your muscle. But you do it for that long. Get unless boring. you genuinely love it, it's something that you'd be like, Meh. like I joined the UFC gym because I wanted to do both. But then if you really want to get good at something, you've got to do 100%. Dedicate it. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck it. Sacked them. Do BJJ. Um, but bro, it's, it's life changing. Like just constantly just like you were saying before, you like to be different. like to change it. I do things. If you adopt that mentality across the board with everything... Oh, I'm sick of doing the same shit. I'm sick of going to the same fucking restaurant. Yeah. Change it up. Stop being a sheep. I yes. think that's the biggest thing. Just step back. Yes. Think about the situation. Said, stop being sheep. Bro. Just think, is it going to be good for you? Like yeah. buying, buying this or doing this, is it going to benefit you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. No, it's, not, it's nice driving a C63. Or is, it, you'd look cool in some people's eyes if Correct. you do drugs, for example. Correct. But is it beneficial for you? Correct. And that's, that's a, where a lot of people like when you lack uh, education and you, know, you lack um, a lot of things you can lack. I don't want to sit here and, you know, um, what's the word? Um, point the finger? Yeah, point fingers at yeah. people because, yeah. you know, we all, we all have a little problems. Oh, bro, 100%. 100%. It's, um, how long have we been going for an hour and 45, boys? It's uh, been, a, been a good app, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, um, yeah, look, I really, like, unless you want to wrap it up, should we, yeah. I think been, been gone Do I do a face reveal now? <laughs> <laughs> do I ask for You know what you should just have Just burn the camera. Listen, you should have, because you make people watch the whole thing, you should have said, just wait until like an hour oh, and 30 can, for a face you reveal. You know what I can do? I'll do it at the start. <laughs> I will do an intro. I did a podcast with Goodnight to Everyone. To reveal this face, but right at an, an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, no, you just say you don't know when you, when you revealed it. During the, you have to watch and find out. Watch, and think. then you just drop your pants and shoulder in your ass. <laughs> and that will be the fucking end scene and boom, the podcast is over. Um, nah, well, bro, look, I really, really do appreciate you taking the time Thank and you. speaking to us. This is very new to me. and um, It's good, man. Bro. It's out of my comfort zone. Not gonna lie, you did very well. But um, I'm I'm glad I was able to at least show a bit of my personality. Yeah, you did, you and did. who I am. Yeah, like and people around me understand why I do this. Yeah. And, and and that I'm just trying to entertain. Ultimately, and, it's just you're just trying to make people laugh. That's make it. people laugh, and and I, I I laugh at my own jokes. That's good. As bad as dismissive. I did the same thing, but I straight out. What a But he's got <laughs> fuck it. Your funny jokes are funny, bro. So. It's not all of them. Look, not all of them. It's a hit and miss for me. Like <laughs> lately, I haven't been t- putting too much effort because I've been working. But now that I'm, it's eased up a little. That's good, man. Gonna try and get back into it. Well, bro, don't um, don't turn down the option of starting your own podcast either because you got um, a lot of good stuff, bro. You, 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 your it. your thoughts and your what's behind the camera, behind the phone, is very 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 different to what people actually think. And and if your core is to make people feel better and to bank and laugh and if one of your keys is to sort of break down those walls of mental health, bro, mm. people need to hear more of it because we don't hear it enough. And, and trust me, biggest key to to help mon- mental health is humor. Yeah, hundred percent. Trust me, and I've I've felt that. Yeah, I've Ronald McDonald has said laughter is the best medicine. Yeah, it's true. It helps. You remember it that helps. movie Patch Adams? No, I didn't watch it. You watch Patch Adams, Robin no. Williams, the old movie? No. Wow. 
When you finish here, go watch it, please. I don't watch movies. I don't have time. I've got three kids. Oh, no, but it's an old movie. It's a real good movie. He literally goes into a sick hospital with these kids and he just makes them laugh all the time. That's good. And, and bro, they do say laughter is the best medicine because it is. Because, mate, I, I don't have met, never met a depressed comedian. So yeah, no, <laughs> they're no. always fucking happy and always laughing. So um, I'm depressed. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no. No, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for ben having the alien. me. And, um, L. Thanks, bro. Boys. I thank you. I, uh, and I appreciate the scotch too, by the way. You yeah, didn't have no to. Worries. You really didn't have to. But um, all right, everyone else, love you all. Fuck is later.